with this countdown, but we're just going to pretend that it happened. Um, welcome to 20-something, new podcast, didn't like my old one, deleted it, every episode I recorded, but I have some friends here, and um, they're going to introduce themselves, and then we're going to get into our episode that is called Really in Our 20-somethings right now. So It's I'm, a rebranding moment. Yes, it's a rebranding moment, very proud, very happy. Um, thank you, Canva Premium, for my logo. Um, I'm Amelia, senior, 21, ready to get the hell out of college. Um, and we're just going to talk about that. Everyone's life stories, not whole life stories, but college and stuff like that. So who, who wants to go? Who wants to introduce themselves? Do we just want to go in a circle? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right. Um, I'm Caitlin. I'm also 21 and I'm a nursing major. So that's pretty fun this is like our that's a story in yeah this is yeah, this is me meet the class vibes name major age we're not doing fun facts no, no. fun facts because we, we suck yeah um okay caitlin yeah great to have you happy to see you <laughs> Thanks here for having me i'm living my um call her daddy dreams right you now, are so. you are i'm so happy yeah um i'm kennedy i'm also 21 um and i'm also a nursing major so so great so great same lives yeah um i'm tilly um, I'm 23. I guess I'm the grandma of the group. Yeah, she's the old um, one. We love you too. But I'm in grad school, so living that dream. But yeah. Also, former student athlete. Yes. yes. We love so. Golf queen. Um, yeah. And also, Minnie is here too. She's one. She's Hi, one. She she's had, a golden doodle. She she's has a major. She's very, <laughs> her major is treats. She's very sweet. Um, we love her. She's the best. But yeah, so we're just going to get started, I guess, round robin or however it flows. But mm-hmm. August to November, first semester, senior year, Tilly, first semester grad school. Mm-hmm. How are we feeling? What's going on? Not just academically, life. I'm just ready to be done. Yes. I am too, but at the same time, also that like nostalgic senior that's yeah. like, oh my God, it's our last year, guys. Like We have to do all the things. You know, like I'm very live the senior experience, yeah. but... I've not, not everybody is that way. <laughs> I wish I had I an ounce. <laughs> I wish I had an ounce of that in me, but I truly am so ready to get out. Same. Um, not to actually be an adult, but just to be done with school. Yes. Same. Yeah. School is a, a downer. Uh, I feel like this year yeah. has been a lot different in a sense of like, there's the new level of maturity because I feel yeah. like we all know that we're about to move on with our lives, and that's a little scary. But. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Everybody's moving back to different states, and like I'm, I'm going. I'm not going back home, so it's gonna be interesting. I'm keeping Caitlin here with me. So. That's fair. <laughs> Your comfort friend. That's My fine. Comfort. Hey, well, we I'm tried. Not, but you, I'm the ESA. Yes, yeah, Caitlin's <laughs> Kennedy's ESA and Minnie, but yeah. human form. Me too. Yeah, Tilly House Grad School House it's, Life. It's good, but I mean school's easy, so that's kind of good, but um. I guess I'll give some advice. Yeah, yeah being, please do. Yeah, I say older, but I'm literally what a year older in school. But still, like, um, you're in a different phase. Yeah, it's definitely different, like graduating and not having class every day and stuff like that. But I feel like when you do graduate, it's such such a different. You enter that different mentality of like, okay, like school's over, and like I do miss it because it's like you see those same people every day, like your friends all the time. And having been an athlete, you know, your teammates and all that kind of stuff. But I loved graduating and I was kind of the same. Like, I wanted to be done. Um, 
but also now I'm looking back and I'm like oh I kind of wish I was still doing it just because it's you get so used to that way of life yeah mm-hmm. but well, and I we think, talked about that on Tuesday yeah. at dinner. You were like, stop wishing it away. And I was yeah. like, definitely, I... <laughs> definitely savor it because once it's done, it's done. But um, then at the same time, you just enter a different <clears throat> time in your life. I can't, I don't know why I'm saying this. I've literally been graduated for, what, four or five no, months? No, but it's but... different. Like, we're in, like, first semester, senior year, yeah. and we're all, like, overwhelmed as hell because it's, like... Everything, everything yeah. yeah, and yes. so you're like in that first step out. So we're like, help us, like, and everyone keeps what, everyone asks, like, oh, what's your like plans after graduation? I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah, it's so overwhelming. So, but you know, you don't have to have a plan. Yeah, so, that's the beauty of yeah being in your twenties is you don't have to figure it out. Exactly, it's a beauty and a curse at the same time. Yeah, I'm one of those people that's very like, I like to have a plan. I like to know what I'm doing. And for the past three years, I thought I knew what I wanted to do. Yeah, and I found out in the last what like two months yeah. that I have. I feel like absolutely, been, but so no have I though. I've been like <laughs> switching what I've wanted to do. Like I came into college being like, oh, I want to be this type of nurse, and then I, I've, I feel like every other week it's like, oh. I want to be this kind of nurse. Oh, wait, I do this clinical rotation, then I want to be this nurse. And it's yeah. just, like, confusing on where I want to go. But yeah. And we have to decide in, like, the next, like, what, like, five months, probably? Well, yeah. Gonna, or not yeah. even five months. We have to start applying. I start applying. In, like, January. Well, so. and I feel like that's, like, part of the reason I wanted to rebrand the podcast is because... <laughs> I feel like not a lot of people actually talk about what your 20s is and like it's a hellhole and like no but like it's so it's so glorified like we have friends on in the background and my mom was like yeah like my 20s like I had that friends like tv show group and I'm like that's not how the world works anymore like there's two guys across like the way of my apartment and I talked to him for the first time today because he was locked out and he was like do you know how to get into my apartment? And I was like, dude, what the hell? Why would I know how to get into your apartment? I fumble with my keys getting into mine. Yeah. So So it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, it's not talked about enough as to how your 20s actually goes. And so if some random person is typing in on Spotify podcasts about your 20s or your 20-something age, Mm -hmm. this is it because we don't know what we're doing. And that's the beauty. That's that's the beauty of it. We're here to let all of you guys know that none of us know what the hell we're doing, and that's okay. Yeah. yeah. I may seem like I have my shit together, but we don't. I really don't. No. We don't. It's a facade. You fake it till you make it, and then you make it, and then you still don't know what you're so doing. Like poker face. Poker face. <laughs> I actually saw something on TikTok that was like, that was like sexual or something. <laughs> Well, oh, I used to listen to Just Dance, and she was talking about a disco, disco stick. stick? My nanny, was... my nanny, <laughs> like showed me that song, and I, I went up to my mom. And you disco stick. My mom was like, "What?" She was like, "Amelia, what did you just say to me?" And I was like, "Disco stick." Paige showed it to me in the car on the way to the library, and she was like, "Actual disco stick." Yes, I literally pictured like stripper pole covered in disco, like. Yes, I mean that is a disco. No, but then like come to find out, like no, that's not. Not Gaga was not saying go dance on a stripper pole. She was saying (laughs) hop on that disco stick. (laughs) Um, But we have a few different topics kind of like marked down as to what we're going to talk about. First one, me, Kennedy, and Tilly were talking dating apps. Oh, <laughs> Let's talk about experiences with dating apps. Have what we all we, four been your, on dating apps? Yes. In your, yeah. in your 20s specifically, what what the vibe is. I'm going to start out by saying, before I say anything else, and while everyone else goes, 
I did meet one of my past boyfriends on Tinder. <laughs> Me too. And, and that man ended up being a psycho. Oh, oh, um, no, no, but like that's a whole nother situation. But yeah, let's just talk about 20s, dating, dating apps, and go from there. Who wants to go first? I'm going to let Kennedy take the reins on this Yeah. Side. Okay, so Tilly and I were talking about this. I am a hinge lover through and through. I think it is the funnest thing ever. It is hilarious to me how, like, you can make your own prompts and stuff. And I get these, like, weird, like, people replying to my prompts because I've never mm-hmm. seen Forrest Gump. So, I know, like, people get so... What? Yeah, I've never seen Forrest Gump. No, what does that have to do with anything? So, one of my prompts... <laughs> I'm not trying to be... I know. No, no, no. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, okay. that's one of my prompts on Hinge is, like, um, I say something about never seeing Forrest Gump and these guys, like, lose their absolute mind on me. They're like, how have you never seen that's Forrest Gump? Like, that's, that's, that's your end. That's your end. That's my end. That's why I put it. And so, yeah, I was, I said something, yeah, never have I ever watched Forrest Gump. And these guys are like, oh my God, like, that's insane. How have you never seen this? And it is, it's just funny. That's how I get my in Mm -hmm. and they love it. Um, But I've met a couple guys on Hinge, like in person. And I would say it's been fun. I met one guy from, so like I got Hinge when I was in Birmingham, moving stuff into my apartment now. And I like matched with a couple guys and then I went back home, but then when I came back, I talked to them or whatever, went on a date. And, like, I saw something on TikTok that was saying how Hinge shows you, like, the ugliest yeah. people. Yes. And it's so it annoying because yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I must look like a damn alien because of yeah. the people that it's showing yeah. me. I'm like, is this who they truly think you're, like... And it always says in the top left, most, most compatible. Yes. And and I'm, like, I'm like, not compatible with any of these I'm people. like, did you put my face through AI? Yeah. Like, what, the, what are they seeing? And then it's yeah. like, oh, my gosh. One time I sent Kennedy and Caitlin what this dude said to me about my hearing aid. Like, one of my old prompts. I don't have a hinge anymore, but one of them was about, like, oh, my, my like, cringiest thing about me is my hearing aid or something. And this guy was like, I'll whisper to you if you're hearing me. I'll do that. And it was the weirdest fucker I have ever seen in my life. And I was like... Is this what my life has come to? Like, I was getting, like, Hinge yes. low-key made me depressed because I was like, what, what the heck? Yes. Like, what yes. is happening? Hinge and is not for me. Hinge is, like, it's fun creating your profile because yes. it has all those yes. different, like... I do like doing that. I've yeah. had a couple, like, sweet guys that I'm yeah. like, oh, my gosh, they're so... Kind. Like, even as a friend, like, yeah. I would just, like, talk to them and be like, oh, my gosh, you're, you're a cool dude. Like, I actually enjoy talking to Yeah. Them. But... Hinge is just... As in relationship-wise, I don't think I've found someone no. just yet to no. like pursue something with, which is totally fine. That's the beauty of, you know, being in your 20s and, like, you don't have to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Preface, which, we're all single. Yeah. We're yes. All, we're, we're all single. We're all single. single. Um... <laughs> Painfully. Yeah. I I like, I have, guys, I've almost been single for a year. That's awesome. Oh, shit. I've almost been single for a year. And this has not happened since I was, like, 12. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, no, like, legitimately, like, just stuff my problems into the next relationship. Like, move on. Yeah. Fuck them over and, like, just be a mess. Like, that was kind of the route I was taking. And so, after I broke up with my crazy Tinder boyfriend through different circumstances. Um, <laughs> I was like, I have to be single for a year. I was like, I'm determined to be single yes, for a year. Pretty much I have. Like, yeah. I've had, like, guys that I've talked to or, like, I've, like, seen like seen yeah, guys and stuff, but, like, I haven't been, like, actively in a relationship and it's so different. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm... You learn so much yes, about it. Yes, yes. Yeah. But I love it because I'm, like, going back, like, to Charlotte most likely after I graduate and, like, being in your 20s and being single, like, that's that's how life is and I feel like between Sanford and between just like p- people we're friends with it's like 
everyone has these relationships that it's like and they're all engaged yes mm-hmm. everyone's all engaged, engaged. everyone's like, getting engaged and you feel behind diversity. yes yeah. like at Sanford it's so hard because every, well you can say Sanford yeah yeah everyone's everyone's engaged yeah and that's awesome for them yeah like ring by spring that is that's the cool that is yeah. Sanford coded however when you don't have someone mm-hmm. like that you feel so behind yes and so you yeah. have to even when your friends are like no like it's a bubble. Sanford's a bubble. Don't get in your head about it. It's, it's like, how do I not? Because everyone around me, I, I like, turn and there's a new rock on someone's hand. Yeah, especially yeah. in nursing school. Like, we turn and, like, yeah, nursing cohorts are crazy. Someone has a ring on their finger, and I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. There's yeah. three people engaged in our cohort, right? And our cohort's fairly small. There's three people engaged right now, and it's just, like, such a weird, like, mm-hmm. mindfuck, for lack of a better word. Because also, like, in your 20s, everybody's at very weird places. Yeah. How many yeah. relationships they've had. Like, Like, I've never been in a long-term committed relationship. I've had one boyfriend. It lasted for three weeks, and it was an absolute shit show. But um, that's, like, the extent of my, like, official relationship experience. Everything else has been situationships. But, like, as far as, like, most of my friends, like, a lot of them have been in very committed relationships, and I just haven't had that. So it's very different. And then I have friends that have never kissed anybody or never done anything. And so it's it's a very weird dynamic because we're all at very different places right now. So keeping it on the dating apps, out of all the apps that everyone's had, what was the most fun? What's the one you liked the best? I just like Hinge, but I haven't had, I don't go on Tinder or Bumble or anything. I don't yeah. do the whole okay. like, other stuff. I've strictly just stayed at Hinge just because it's like funny. Yeah. I mean, I've only ever had Hinge and I had it for like, like a month. I thought Caitlin on the hinge. Right? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, Caitlin, join hinge. Just, just like, for fun. Like, yeah. It's, it's not serious. If you look at it, trying to pursue something, you're no. going to find the most yeah. strange Unwell yes. men yeah. in whatever state you're in. But also, though, it's like Hinge, you get that more of like a conversational thing. Yes, yes. And that's why Whereas, I like it. I do like that. Hey, nope. <laughs> Whereas. Vinny is trying to eat our sugar food right now. Tinder, I feel, is just more like, oh, the photos and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. When and I was going me. through my like, oh, I'm going to go have fun phase, Tinder, yeah, 100%. Like, you know, you can meet up with anyone like that. But then Hinge is more, I feel like. I think the problem Everyone on Hinge too. is just not. I just not like it. the conversational yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah. But I've funny. talked to a bunch of nurses that I've like worked with and they have found their husbands on Hinge. I'm yeah. like, well, maybe there's a chance. But, but I saw something that was like, if you got Hinge when it first came out, up for like the first five years that it was out, it's like you got the good ones. You got the like normal yes. guys. But now it's like it's just I mean, anybody and everybody. I have a man that is 30 years old that I met on Hinge, and I never met up with him or anything, but we were talking and stuff, and I blocked him on everything because he was going crazy. Mm-hmm. He texted me last night. I didn't even tell you all this. He texted me last night off of his, like, email. I got a blah, blah, blah at iCloud.com. Hi. And I was like, oh. be so for real. Like, I blocked you on anything and everything I could find. because And he's 30. Yeah. He's thir- he's legitimately 30. I'm like, so I'm 21 years old, and you were, you're stalking me mm-hmm. through social media and through this. I'm like, that's insane. Yeah. That's weird. And I'm like, a normal 30-year-old is not on these apps trying to freaking groom a yeah. college student. Oh, yeah. Not. Oh, yeah, I would hope. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. But that's what he was doing. And he yeah. was like, you're going to be my wife. And I'm like, Boo, oh, we no, haven't I'm even not. met. Oh, no, no, I'm not. No, no, I'm not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Tinder, Tinder for the fact that I met my psycho boyfriend on there 
He wasn't psycho the whole time. No, he was nice. He was we'll nice. Get, we'll give him some credit. We'll he was, he was, was pretty good. He was a, he was he, in the beginning, it was a lot of love bombing that I fell for until he was with me at Taco Mama when I was like forcing him to ask me out. Like that yes, from the... Yeah, yeah I that, remember that. Yeah. <laughs> was that almost... That wasn't a year ago. It was almost was, two years ago. Now oh, that's crazy. Yeah. And like, that's so that was... I was having a mental breakdown about. <laughs> I was Either. having a mental breakdown about someone that I never even dated. Hey, that's okay. We've all been there. We've all been there. Oh, yeah. 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 But <laughs> I think if people are on there for the right reasons, it'll you'll find them. Yeah. But, like, you have to be committed to yeah. it. And I just don't think that's healthy. Like, at no. this point, I don't think it's healthy to be no. on them in the way that people expect you to be. No. It's I like, just, I'm not yeah. checking my Tinder DMs no. to be, you're like, hey, baby, you got Snap. And that's the thing. I'm sorry, you like. have two college degrees. Don't be calling me baby and don't be asking for my Snapchat. At yeah. least the number. It, yeah, yeah, at least ask for number. my number. Like Give me the digits. Like, yeah. I have met a couple sweet guys. No, there's so been sweet. there's been like really nice guys, but it's not anything that's why I believe it all the past. Because I was like, yeah. if I'm gonna meet someone, it's gonna be organically and yeah. like I'm fine with that and I'm finally at a point now, like in this year of singleness in my uh, 20s. Oh, God. Of, like, I'm fine being alone. Same. And because I like Same. being I me. Being I, I like being me. Say, do you guys enjoy being single? Yes. Or do you want to be in a relationship? I, I, okay, so ideally, I'm a very, Good like, question. I love mm-hmm. to love. And that's, like, my big thing is I'm very, I, I give a lot of love. Mm-hmm. And that's just who I am as a person. But since my past relationship I've just learned how to love myself more and I think that's such an amazing feeling and like my relationship with the Lord too has grown so much because of me being by myself yeah because I have the only love I have to give is to myself you know mm-hmm. and, and so it, that's it's that saying too like you can only love someone as if you RuPaul, love your... yes as RuPaul once said you can't love yourself <laughs> so how there you go. you're gonna love someone yeah. else honey no but it's true and like yeah. It's not selfish no, to love not yourself. Yeah. But I feel like you're trained to think that way. Yeah. It's you're mm-hmm. supposed and like as it feels women so in general, like you're the givers, you're nurturers, mm-hmm. you're these things. And so you feel guilty for pouring into yourself. Absolutely. And I I think that's what's been really affecting me this semester is like realizing it's okay to it's put okay. yourself yeah, first. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not a selfish thing no. because it's like, how can you help someone else if you're down in the ditch, yeah. like and calling I, your mama? Being yeah. like, like I call my mom and I'm like banging my head on my computer like, oh, and she's like, what the hell is going on? But it's like, I need to fix that yeah. shit before yeah. I try and help someone and that's else. that's how I used to be in like my past relationships. I would be so down in the dumps mentally and like I would give and give and give mm-hmm. and give and give and I'd tear myself down mm-hmm. with it mm-hmm. and it wasn't solving anything. And so now if I could tell myself like a year ago, I'd be like, you'll be like, you'll be you're going me. Yeah. Good, you're going me. Like we know all what happened a year ago. Like. If I could tell myself, like, hey, you're going to make it on the other side and you're going to be 10 times better than you ever were and you're going to love yourself and, like, be in such a good space mentally. Yeah. I would, I, I would, mm. I would laugh at myself. Yeah. I feel like that's a good, okay, so that's a good question switching into our next topic. But if you could tell yourself anything, like a year ago today or a year, a year ago today, a year ago you, <laughs> two years ago, whatever you want, the timetable. what happened here. Yeah. yeah. Timetable. What would you tell yourself? Ooh. Don't do it. okay give a little context like you don't have to go like deeply into it but like you're saying a year ago today a year like a year ago today I had met up with my ex-boyfriend for the first time in months and like we had like a heart-to-heart and I had dinner and it was it was great like it was good to see him it was good to see where he was and like all this stuff but it opened a door 
that slow like slammed right shut back and it honestly and just in the way that we thought it would yeah. if we thought it was going to turn out bad yeah. because i'm like in your full defense i was like ken maybe this time yeah. it's going to be different yeah. i was like he seems different whatever no, he's the yeah. same dude he always has been. And but I, again, I haven't spoken to him in like a year, and I wish him the best. Truly, like that's yeah. all I want for mm-hmm. him is to be happy. It didn't work out, and that's really fine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but also like think about all the things you saved yourself from. Oh yeah, that's that's one yeah. of the that's one of the things. It's like you can be happy for them because absolutely. Also, think about who you were a year ago. I was who I was a year a little girl. No, who I was a year ago, like. My ex, I might call him crazy. That was only because he was, like, driving up and down my street trying to figure out where I was after we broke up. (laughs) Like, that's the type of crazy I'm talking about. However, I still truly wish him the best. Like, I want him to be happy and healthy because we were not good for each other. I was was not good for him and he was not good for me. But it's it's taking that and accepting that in yourself. Absolutely. And then also being like, okay, yeah, like, why did I do that, like, a year ago me? Yeah. You should have broken up with him the minute you met him, type of thing. Yeah, hindsight is an amazing thing. It's beautiful, oh. isn't it? It's a it's fucker. So amazing. It's a fucker. Right. Hindsight is a fuck. It's like, well, yeah, I'm sitting here now, not boo hooing. It's great, yeah. isn't it? But it's like, ugh. Yeah, Goodness. it's so hard. It's, yeah. I don't even, I don't even know. Where was I like a year ago? What were you doing? I wasn't. I was. I, was, <laughs> I remember walking my ass back in there and being like, "Guess who I got dinner with? Yeah. Like, and why we did like, I do that?" Yeah, and you texted yeah, yeah, me dot dot dot, and I said, "What did you do?" Yeah, that's all I got on Snap text dot dot dot, and I said, so, oh, "Okay, okay, yeah. so what happened?" <laughs> it's like I don't. I don't know what I was doing. I think. I think I was still hung up on like I know we all like, we were talking about relationships, but. And I've never really been in like but, a fully committed. But we said relationships, relationships, all, all of the things, all of the things. And I had like somebody that I, you know how everyone says like there's <coughs> that one guy. Bless you, bless you. That one guy that like they're never gonna get over and like all that stuff. And I was still kind of, you know, we'll I wouldn't say that <laughs> that's a, that's a whole that's other a topic that we were talking about. That is a big one. Um, but you know, to preface that, you're gonna was, hear a lot of depressing <laughs> trauma. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, there's so much. But I was still kind of hung up on like that guy for me because there's just so many layers to it. Um, but now, like, I'm friends with him to this day and talk to him purely as friends. Yeah. But like back then, I was very Goodness. like I was upset about that. But I. I think I was very hung up on trying to convince somebody that I could make them like love me. Because but that was what I was doing. That's That's so natural. And the thing is, is it to everyone else, we were like, yeah, what the hell is he doing? Like Mm -hmm. it didn't make sense. And so it's like, yeah, did we kind of feed into it? Yes. Because we were like, no, we see what you're saying. Yeah. But now you're at such a good place with that person, like yeah. to where he knows that you're not. Yeah, like, it's not an option because he knows. Because like, he knows. This, that, like, that's the worst of what happened and like how I felt about it. But it was like I was trying, I wasn't love bombing. Like I was genuinely trying to like do For good things. No, yes, happen. yes. Like, that, I think that's just kind of how like. The Your heart was in the right place. place. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like, doing my best to be like, hey, like, I could be good for you, we could be good for each other, this could be amazing, but, like, you really cannot convince somebody to be with you if you don't Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's the place I was in about a year ago, and it was, like, it was just the most gut-wrenching experience because it's, like, why do you not see this, you know? But, but Caitlin, question for you, like, 
do you think the respect that oh sorry Minnie is playing we're, we're playing fetch so she doesn't eat our charcuterie or the microphone yes yeah. do you think the respect that he clearly has for you now to understand what he put you through and not try that shit again do you think that's worth it for what you went through Oh, that's a great Because question. I I'm someone that values respect yeah. a lot like from the guy that I want or wanted. Yeah. And I think when you put yourself in such a vulnerable place like you did, mm-hmm. like it was that respect worth it? I Cuz yeah. I truly do think he I respects think, you now and I yeah, think he yeah. sees you as an individual not to fuck with. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's something that you deserve. <laughs> yeah, like she won. <laughs> yeah, like but that's something that you deserve. And even though you didn't end up with him, do you think that respect that he has for you as an individual now was worth the shit that he put you through? That's <laughs> such a heavy so. question. No, it is. And it's it's hard to like say it without explaining the whole situation, which I'm not gonna get into, but I I think it was and like it was very it was difficult because my self-worth and like that's a topic that's sort of thrown around a lot recently, but my self-worth was at such a low point because of what I was trying to achieve with him and like I wasn't getting that back and I put all of my worth into it. And I was like, well, if he doesn't want that with me, like, what am I? Like, what am I doing wrong? What's wrong with me? You know, all of the like classic questions that like girls say about themselves. Yeah. And I think the fact that I got not only got out of that situation, but have been able to like rekindle a relationship with him. Yeah. I think it was absolutely worth it. And like with the other person involved, like that, like being such good friends Mm -hmm. has been the biggest thing because it's shown me I can get past a lot of the emotions that I thought I never could because I'm a pretty emotional person at the end of the day and having that respect from him and knowing that um that he you know sees me as somebody like that he didn't just fuck over and that he didn't screw over and like that's the end of that like I old Caitlin would have been like oh like I just like he got away with it and like I'm okay with him getting away with it like well, like didn't care how he viewed me didn't care how he treated me because I was just trying to convince him yeah now knowing that he respects me as a person because I've been able to respect him and been like hey we're adults now yeah you this isn't freshman year yeah I can I can look at you and have respect for you and have, yeah, yeah. And have a conversation with you and you know get past a barrier I never thought I could and I think he recognizes that good. that's that's meant a lot to me so it's it's been good and I think it's been definitely <clears throat> worth it and yeah it was a lo- it's been a, it's it's fresh a long year but thing, also so. I think how I mean me and Kennedy would be like just dump him just like drop him and it's yeah. like even though both of us have been in your position but seeing now that like you can call him on that stuff and he's like, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, like, so it's, it's, I think it's a mix of both as he's grown up so he, he can respect you. He, he so yeah. hindsight, like we mm-hmm. said, what a beautiful thing that you didn't date him because <laughs> that would have been a shit show. Yeah. And so it's, he's it, a great person though. No, he's, he's great. He's kid. great. And like, I don't have any beef with no, him now or awesome. anything, he's, he's really awesome. but awesome, yeah. you were able to, get over that and heal and it ended up working out past that like you healed from it but then also you guys have created a friendship now that's rooted in actual like understanding of each other and respect yeah and And I think that's something that's so missed in college and y'all can because everyone wants to be I think this is why too and like a lot of people don't understand this and I don't really know how I how I came to this conclusion but I just did I just Everybody wants to do the petty thing. Everybody yes. wants to be very it's petty. So Everyone wants it's to infiltrate 
your head. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to be in your brain. Everyone wants to get their lick back, and that's just not how I was. I'm not that kind of person that's like, okay, well, I'm going to make you fucking, like, wish that you didn't do that to me. I'm going to make you, like, hate your life because now I'm so much better without you. Like, that wasn't me. And I was very much just like, I'm going to leave this behind me. If we end up reconnecting as friends, that's great. But I'm not going to do anything to hurt him or, you know, hurt his life. And I think that's why he has that respect is because despite knowing what happened and how the situation went down, I never did anything Mm -hmm. to get back at him. And I think that's something that people miss so much. And it's something I regret a lot about college is just... When you choose the high road, there is such a sense of pride that comes with it where you want people to know you picked the high road. I think we've all, because it's like, I'm being the better person. Why can't you see that? And why can't you come crawling back? But it's one of those things, you have to do it for yourself. And yeah. it's, it's that they want you to, like, that's... They like, want you... Especially in friendships, too. Like, it's not even just relationships. Like, if anything happens where there's conflict... And somebody chooses, like, everyone wants to be petty. Everybody wants to be like, oh, I, I ain't got time for that. I'm too damn busy to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but but exactly. we've all been there. Like, yeah. we want to be, take the high road, but be petty. Because yeah. it's like, why don't you care enough mm-hmm. to see that I chose to do the right thing? Mm-hmm. And that's just the difference in people, I think, mm-hmm. in general. You have to leave it in the dark. You have to leave it and you have to accept it. Because at the end of the day, this is what I, I, I feel like I've told. If it's not going to matter in five years, why waste five? Exactly, exactly. But I feel like I told Caitlin and Kennedy this too. It's like everyone, no matter what you think, everyone is so self-consumed. Oh, 100%. Like everyone, you think people care more than they do Mm -hmm. and they don't. They really don't. They don't. And so it's, it's understanding. It's like, yeah, I can be selfish because everyone else has their best interests at heart and it's not, it's not wrong for them to, and it's not wrong for you as an individual to have that, but don't. You know, like, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, being, I, being petty, basically, being petty is not the way to go. If you want if you want somebody to respect you and if you want to have any chance of being in someone's life again, even if you don't, it's better to not be petty and to move on and be the bigger person because you have more respect for yourself yeah. mm-hmm. than to be petty. There's no point to be petty. It wastes everybody's and time it's, if you're gonna, and emotions. And pride is a natural thing, but be proud of yourself for taking the high road and Share that with yourself and share that with your friends. Yeah, don't look, for don't, else don't look for the person that you chose the high road over mm-hmm. because they're never going to give you, you that. you look even more yes. stupid, to be completely honest. Like you're over here like, hey, look at me. I'm taking the high road because I got over you yeah. and I'm not doing anything to you. But then they're like, well, you're still well, you're still, attention. Yeah, you're still that That's attention. Basically, yep. don't be Kristen from season three of Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> I have never watched that, but I think Kennedy has mentioned it probably 700 times since she got here. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that show. Anyways. We've been obsessed with Vanderpump. Well, so Kennedy's been watching it. I was obsessed with the scandal that happened. So oh yes, that see, was I'm in the early seasons, but I know about the scandal. So yeah. it changes everything. It's it really does. Um, I think next topic. So dating apps kind of went down. Wait, t- wait, I want to know Tilly's top or take on being petty. What do you? Oh think? yeah, Tilly, what do you think about being petty versus taking the high road and all the things that come with that? Friendships and relationships. Um. I hope people have gathered by now that I'm not from America, but... (laughs) She's from Kansas. Yeah. No, I'm from the Deep South. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The Deep South. Yeehaw. She's from Moultrie, Georgia. (laughs) Paris, Texas. Um, I just think, like, when I first came to the U.S., I was on a much 
more mature level than everyone I was around. Especially at our school. Yeah, because like the drinking age is 18 back home. So we kind of get exposed to like the adult life a lot quicker than I feel like it is over here. Um, And people that I came into college with weren't exactly on the same maturity trajectory that I was on, I guess. This isn't like hyping myself up or anything. No, it's, no, it's, no, it's, it's like, I made my moments. Yeah, totally yourself up. But also, it's like logistically, like you're yeah. correct. Yeah. Like you, you, yeah, yeah, completely. And so I'm like, I came into college. And I, was, I was never really about the petty stuff, but obviously you have your moments and stuff. But yeah, having graduated and like been through some things in the past year, I'm just like, there's no time for it. And like no. we've said, like everyone's so worried about themselves and what they're doing. That like okay, you might be a five second news flash, but for who? Like everyone's just gonna mm, yeah. look at it, hear about it, see yeah. it, whatever. And I don't want and someone twenty years down the road looking yeah. at pictures of me on like Facebook or something with my two kids and my husband being like, oh, she was a bitch. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Just rude. Like I don't want yeah. that. I don't want that picture of me. Completely. That's why I don't. Yeah. Do that. But also, <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah, just taking the high road is such a better. Um, Way to go. Way, yeah. yeah, and it wow, <laughs> it doesn't waste as much of your time and like you know time yeah. is precious and yeah. you'll be a better you know, person for it. In the yeah, long run. Yeah. And what you said, like time is precious, and I think that's something that you have to get into your head because no matter how much people will be like, no, just like let mm-hmm. it be, just take the high road and move on. It's like obviously when you're in that situation, we've all been there. It's like no, I don't want to move on. Yeah. Like this is so meaningful to me, and then. Two years later, a yeah. year later, you're like, dude, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know, and why so why was I wasting so much? Why was yeah, I wasting? But it's yeah. and but it's like how stupid was I? like, wow, I looked really stupid in that moment because of. What but I then was doing. also, I feel like it's you know, you everything that you go through and you look back on is like, okay, well, actually, although that does seem stupid looking back on it, it's a lesson that you learn. Yeah, you know, and like, absolutely, and that's the beauty of your twenties. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bringing back that branding of twenty something. Yeah, just love it. You know, you're more marketing than I am. What the hell's happening? <laughs> the nursing student. Yeah, the nursing student's <laughs> taking over my job. Yeah. Fuck. Um, but I think that's something that, especially at the school that we go to, just the maturity levels are so different. And so I can't even imagine coming. Board, yeah. I can't even imagine coming from England and, like you said, like the drinking age is different, but also just how you socialize and like what you do as a like what a grade Young student. Adult, yeah. It's yeah. a grade student. Is that what they? We just do it by years. So by year, like, like a, yeah. yeah, like when you're in like what we call like our high school years. What is yeah, that? Um, like secondary school. Yeah, like secondary oh, right. school. Like, yeah. but just like how like when you had your first drink versus when people in yeah. the U.S. have it, and it's just like those things change you, mm-hmm. and those things yeah. you adapt so differently depending on when you started doing things, when you first mm-hmm. were exposed to things, and so I can't even imagine from your yeah. perspective, like coming here. I think private school kids, like not you, Caitlin, <laughs> but. Just yeah. the difference of like how oh, I grew up in high school, which I went to the biggest public high school in North Carolina. I went to the biggest high school. Well, almost. One biggest of the biggest in Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. So I that- graduated with 16 other people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I- so, yeah. so basically in this episode of 20 something, you're hearing from an international woman. <laughs> Oh, two, okay. <laughs> two from two women from public high public schools. high schools in the south. And one woman from the Coast. West Coast I'm at from private San school. San Diego. San Diego. Um, San Diego. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of perspectives you're going to be hearing from. Yeah. Um, but let's switch to the next topic. So we kind of have just like the overall relationships and situationships title for this part. But I want to 
phrase the first question as in, what's the biggest takeaway from all your past that you are guarded about in your future? Mm -hmm. So what are the things that you've seen or you've experienced that like is a cut ties type of deal for you Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to the next relationship or like the next person that you're pursuing? It's like, what's that, not make or break, but it's like, what's that thing? And this is, this can kind of go into, we also had red flags and green flags, but like, What's that one thing that's like, I'm not going to sacrifice that for you because I know what it did to me in the past, Ooh. if you have it. Let's Brainstorm. start in reverse and go with y'all I first. Yeah, yeah, you go tell. Um, obviously, not being from here, but I want to stay in the U.S., I, when I was in my last relationship, I was very much in the mindset of, okay, like, I'd come out of a relationship with a boy from home. He was younger than me. So, like, going back to the maturity thing, it's like, mm, you kind of pick up on those things. And I'm like, I'm not about this. So, for me, I think going into that next relationship, I was like, well, you know, like, I'm a junior now. Like, I'm going to graduate in a year, all this kind of stuff. But in my head, I was like, okay, like, this could be the one, you know, like, well, he... Explain that a little more as to, like, with, like, when you graduate and everything. Like, yeah, if you so don't... I'll preface this. Um when I graduate, like, undergrad, you get given an extra year on your student visa that you can basically apply and get a job for, so you don't have to apply for that works visa just yet. Um, so when I did graduate, I wanted to work for um, a company, but basically you have to go into the field that you studied for that one year. So I did sports, so it's kind of hard in Birmingham to, like, find somewhere in sports to go and work so and that will pay you a livable yeah. wage <laughs> completely yeah. yeah um and so I was like you know I'm just gonna get my MBA so it gives me some more time to figure out and also more options with the kind of like if I do just business I can then basically go into anything um so kind of with me I was like well you know there's kind of like a ticking time bomb for you know how long I've got until I may have to go home unless I so find something you can just marry me Oh, yeah, we, you can marry any of us. Yeah, yeah. sister wives. Oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Um, so I'm like, <laughs> in, the, in the back of my mind all the time, I'm like, okay, well, having then come out of that relationship, also being in that relationship, it was very much in my mind, and it did cause some issues because it's like nobody else really understands it unless you're in this situation. Um, because like you ASMR from Minnie eating a cracker in the background. <laughs> <laughs> if any of y'all were wondering what that was, just Minnie. Yeah. Putting in her two cents. Um, but oh my god, I lost my train of thought. Um, nobody understood. Oh yeah, yeah nobody yeah. understands like um how hard it is to kind of like be facing that. Okay, I've got until then. So that kind of caused a few issues. I'm like, well, I don't know where I'm going to be. I'm going to have to like basically take a job anywhere I can find one, you know, that kind of stuff. So going into like, say if I do get into a relationship, I've now set that boundary for myself where I'm not going to go into a relationship until I have a steady, like I've found what I want to do. I found a job because it's just like that heart wrenching okay well i've got a boyfriend of like eight months but i'm gonna have to go to i don't know cleveland or yeah. boston or somewhere that's you know, uncertainty yeah especially if someone's from here i'm like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna make you come with me if yeah. you only know me for to cleveland yeah <laughs> like less than a year i'm not gonna make you up and leave your family yeah. and everything else like that 
and nobody also really understands that because people are like oh well I'll just come with you like if you find the right one and I'm like well whether I do find the right one or not like I'm not expecting you to completely pick up your whole life and then move just for me to see if it works out you know like I'd rather have that steady base and like knowing of where I am and where I'm gonna go absolutely but also explain because I know we talked about it when we got dinner but when you're like for you to get a job here explain why it's like it many (laughs) if you have to get up and like leave to go somewhere else explain why just based on like the job search and how that works as an international employee and why that's such a big deal because to us it might seem like a oh I can apply anywhere and like yeah I'll go to Cleveland I'll go to Boston whatever but it's not a big deal for us in the sense of what it is for you so kind of explain that like what kind of put you in that mindset too? So I would love to stay in the South and like Birmingham or wherever, but companies like being international, if you get a works visa, you have to have an immigration lawyer. The company has to have an immigration lawyer. I believe I could yeah, be completely wrong, have. but this is what I've heard from like people who I know have stayed from like overseas. Um, and you have to go to court and the company basically has to sponsor you but prove to them as to why you are a better option than an American for that job. So not only, so, and that's, that's and we were talking about this is like, for me, I'm very, not adamant, but I'm very reluctant to take an entry level position just Mm -hmm. because of the work that I've done already. But Tilly and I were talking and I'm like, if she gets the interview for a well-paying entry level job, she that's truly one of the bigger chances you have with an MBA once you graduate because they can say well she has an MBA this person just has bachelors and why that might not be a big deal to us like for you to stay here and for you to pursue the life that you want you have to Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of like you have to reshape all of your career aspirations and understanding of where you're going to be before you can even think about a boy so it's like, so it's like, yeah. Why would you tell someone eight months into a relationship, hey, I am falling in love with you, but I've got to go. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you're I respect with me or you're not. Yeah. Like, but I respect that you're like, you want to figure out everything first yeah. because that's hard. But like, it's like I, I was, in <laughs> sense, talking to a guy. But it's like we've been talking for a year now, and obviously a year's a long time and you would be like oh well they should be in a relationship by now but I had those walls up before I even met Mm -hmm. him and I'm like I do not want to get in a relationship but he's oh I I, want to date you I want to date you and I'm like no because I know in a year and a half's time that if we've been together I'm not going to make you up and leave like Mm -hmm. your whole family everything and people just don't understand it you know yeah so it's kind of difficult but that's so like that's also very like that's hard. Selfless. That's very yeah. selfless. That's, that is very you're, selfless. You're considering that person's future also. Mm-hmm. You're not just being like, well, I'm in love with you and I think we can make this work. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, we have these career plans, but like, let's just figure it out. You're also yeah. like, logistically speaking, like, yeah, we really like each other and this could be great. And like the effort might be there, but is that what's best for both yeah. of us? Probably not. Yeah. But I like, mean, yeah. It comes from a place I think of like having my heart broken before it's yeah like, I've been through it so I don't want to then put someone else through it mm-hmm. who hasn't been through it before mm-hmm. or might not have been through it you know god yes. bless you for that yeah, yeah. because a lot, I mean I I certainly don't think like that people don't learn that like, quickly after like one sadly time. I don't think like that because it's like mm-hmm. I don't have to mm-hmm. and so for you to be able to put logic over emotion 
Like, oh, kudos to you, sister. Girl, so like, hard. at 23, yeah. knowing that before you can even get into another relationship, like, not only did you get your heart broken, like, and that was awful, mm-hmm. but it's, it, you're not being vengeful with yeah. it. Like, yeah. I would be like I would be like Taylor Swift reputation era like I'm about to ruin your life like that's how I would be because because of what you went through and because of how everything ended it's just like not even getting into it but like the fact that you can be so selfless even though like it's borderline made you just like not emotional anymore Mm -hmm. because of it like (laughs) hell I can't imagine you know the other option is to just get married but like, but but you, yes, we can get that ring on that finger by December. But also, it's like you, you don't want that. You know, it's no, an option, yeah. but like, you know that that's not what you want to pursue. So like, because I know a lot of it, like my friends that immigrated from Spain or like are trying to apply for work visas from Spain, they're like, oh, I'll just get married, and I'm like, you want to be miserable? Like the men in America <laughs> you, suck. Like yeah. don't don't do that to yourself. Ninety day fiance. Yeah, like then it's like a TLC be, episode. Before you can like keep your green card, you have to be married a certain amount of years to even get it to count. Yeah, and then also yeah. I was talking to someone like having been playing golf and stuff. There's a lot of golf coaches from overseas, mm. and I was talking to one lady at some tournament, and she was like. Um, I've only just gotten my green card and we've been together 10 years and oh like when they, went into the, when they went into the interview it's like they're split up they're in two different rooms they're asked the same questions like what time does the dog have breakfast like what color green is in your living room like that's you insane. have to they oh, have two to, yeah. two Americans can't even answer that if you put them in the same room <laughs> my parents couldn't no that's what I'm saying like I couldn't tell you like the grass from the sky if it came to that because yeah. but because in a relationship, there are different things that you take care of, exactly. and the other person. So you it's still like, have to be somewhat but you have to be yeah. so conscious of it, and I feel like that's already a hindrance mm-hmm. because not only are you trying to like grow a relationship while still being independent, you also have to be like, okay, so like, what color is the wall? Yeah, like, what color is our bedroom wall? And you say seafoam green, and he says seafoam blue. They're like, eh, <laughs> get the fuck out of the country. She says white, and he says eggshell. Yeah, or like, spi- like spinach white versus like light green. Yeah. And they're like, you guys are idiots. Like, you thought this would get work. Like, I can't even. Page. Yeah, like, I can't even imagine yeah. from that perspective. They pull out the paint samples. Yeah, they're like, well, actually, according to Sharon Williams, yeah. you're incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Whether that's true, I don't know. That's what I was told. Williams being the reason that you like, yeah. don't care. Man. Wow. That's, that's, that's a, something. Yeah. I feel like anything we have to say, we're like, damn, Tilly. Like, <laughs> you take the cake. We need to shut the fuck up. Um, but, okay. So, what was the initial question? It was about, like, what would be yeah, like, a make it or break it. Yeah. I think I know mine, okay. too. But I, don't I don't know mine yet. So I just need to, like, hog the... No, no, that's good. Oh, so I, I love, I love hearing your voice. <laughs> yes. It's so therapeutic. Like, I know. Um, I don't know how to, like, phrase this. But, honestly, I think... I think just, like, from what I've learned thus far in my 21 years, um, probably just the fact, like, if somebody shows you that they're not committed and they're not putting in the same effort and that they don't want what you want, just, just let it, it go. Yeah. Let it cut go. Cut it off. And they're as not much as you person. don't want to. Yeah. Cut it off. Yeah. Like, if they're not a worse person for it, mm-hmm. honestly, I mean, unless they do you dirty, okay, there's, there's, that's the difference. Things, yeah. Certain situations, but like if somebody's showing you all the signs and they're just not putting in that effort, have enough respect for yourself mm-hmm. and enough idea of your self-worth to like let it go like that's something that I would not do I would put my self-worth 
on the back burner I would be like no matter what happens like I'm just gonna be there for that person which like that's not a bad thing that's no bad. that's not a bad thing but it's also but it shouldn't come at the expense of yourself. how you feel about yourself yes and I think that's the biggest thing if somebody's starting to make you question like wh- what am I doing like I might not like, do they do yeah. they not want this like why do they not want this it's like just just let them be let like let them you know let, let them. them let them just that let them. is my the let them theory god bless the therapists <laughs> that put that on tiktok god bless them. your marketing team god bless the tiktok algorithm because the let them theory <laughs> has true. changed everything because you cannot control what someone's gonna do put yourself first i taught myself let lesson. them and you feel let like, them you feel like an idiot sometimes like honestly like i felt like an idiot recently because it's like you can open up to somebody and be vulnerable and like Mm -hmm. there's also nothing wrong with that but when you do that and then you get let down or you get rejected or you just they you don't want the same things it's just like very painful to yeah you let somebody in that way and that they didn't want the same things as you yeah but that's okay like they don't have to and they're not a terrible person for it yeah but you do just have to let them accept what they're gonna do let them (laughs) and be like okay i have enough respect for myself and i have a lot going on in my life that i need to focus on i can't just like spend all my time trying to convince them of what i have to offer no absolutely and i think that's another thing it's like instead of framing it in a why couldn't they pick me it's a okay, they're not for me. That's yeah. And that's, I mean, yeah. I'm still learning that that's shit. Tot- yeah. And that's totally fine. Yeah. But it's like, if they don't want you, why waste your time? Because exactly. there is someone... It's their loss. Yeah, it's yeah. their loss. It's their loss. <laughs> and it's, yeah. there's someone gonna... Like, someone is going to be out there that will give you the world if uh-huh. you wait for them. Mm-hmm. And if you... I tell my... So, sometimes... I'm going to be for right now. Sometimes I will sit and, like, read my Bible and be like... And I'll pray and I'll be like, Lord, like... Put this person in my life for a reason it is your it is your timing yes and that's what i tell myself and that's something i've learned so much in the past year it's like one i let them yeah first of all if it doesn't work out i just let them it's fine it's it's not on you that's exactly. another thing i think as girls we're trained to believe it's something Our wrong with us yeah. Yeah, no like, catch them. no them it's yeah. like they have someone else waiting for them and, and you have someone else good let them let them go mess up someone else's mind not yours <laughs> not let them not and I think that's something. Yes, Minnie. We're still figuring that out. Shake that After this, let's take a little break, re up on drinks, bathroom, whatever. But I think that's something super important. What you said is, don't don't put your self worth in the hands of someone else. And okay, it's self worth. Don't ignore the signs. Like that's the thing. And like there's this God, I would ignore the signs. Like, yes, it's, it's so a thing. Like, on, it's on TikTok. It's everywhere. Oh, like my Delulus are telling me this. Yes, it's funny. We get it. It's hilarious. <laughs> we all joke about it. But in reality, no. But like if they, like do not ignore it just so that you can be like oh like blindly like following me like it's yeah fine. like no don't ignore it. You're, oh. oh. And yeah. the mic drop. Don't <laughs> ignore it. Like, they're showing you. You know it. You're not fucking stupid. You're smarter than that. I know yeah. all of you listening are. Yes. Like, you are smarter than that. You see it. You're just trying to ignore it because it's not what you want. Well, think about the descriptor that's ahead of worth. Self. Self. Mm. Self. You. You. Not you. Them. Not them. Not them worth. <laughs> it's not them worth. <laughs> not them worth. It's self-worth. But I think as cliche as it is to say, like... Put yourself first and do it for you. Mm-hmm. Don't do it because you want to prove something. Do it for you. If they're not going to pay you the attention that you deserve, Ooh, no, God. I'm not saying I'm not saying they need to like scrub your baseboards with a toothbrush. Like <laughs> if they yeah, like I did that growing up. No, I've done, I love scrubbing baseboards. However, I don't expect that out of a man. Mm-hmm. And 
That's boy behavior. That's man behavior. <laughs> Scrubbing the boards, but boy behavior. Yeah. Boy behavior. Like, boy but behavior. don't, if they don't do that one thing and that's your make or break, mm-hmm. someone will do it for you. Yeah. I don't know who. You just gotta find them. But like, you've gotta the find effort, them and you've gotta be patient in doing that. The effort has to be equal. Like, the effort truly does have to be equal. Yeah. Like, I, like, there have been situations where I'm willing to put in the work and I've made that very clear. I'm yeah. like, I'm, like, this is not the best circumstance. Like, this is not the easiest thing to go through, but I'm willing to put in the effort. Yeah. But that other person told me I'm not willing to put in the effort. Mm-hmm. This is too hard. This is not going to be the right situation right now. Yeah. And you can't be like, okay, well, he said right now. So maybe that just means, like, a year from now or, like, maybe a few months from now. No. It, it, it could be. That could be the chance. But, like... If he's telling you or he is showing you, yeah, again, emphasis on showing, showing you. because they're not going to tell you. They really won't. Oh, no. They're going to show versus you. Versus doing is a big difference. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you so have to just that false that. hope of like, oh, it's not. It right is now, so but, detrimental. But there's never a but. But you see that whole thing of not now. If you forget them and you move on, that not now will come back because they'll be like, oh, oh. They are mature. They are independent. They don't need me. I want them. Mm-hmm. And by that time, you've got 10 other men on your roster that want to give you that thing. Mm-hmm. You know? I had a man the other day <laughs> tell me he wanted to pay, pay like, pay for my flight to go see him. I was like, oh. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if he wanted to, <laughs> he would. He, he would. would. Hey, I'll call he her would. They'd be paying for her flights all the time. That's what I'm saying. We're going to leave you guys with that. Come back, refresh. I'm gonna refill on the wine really quickly. Ready to talk about the rest, but I if he wanted to, Caitlin and her Zins that she discovered two months ago. <laughs> My favorite is Tucker Carlson being like, "I saw that Zin video. Is sin. Yeah, Zin is not a sin. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna get mouth cancer from this. You can't fucking get mad at me, okay? Period. <laughs> but if he wanted to, he would. He and would. Let them. Let and them. and let them. Let them. Let see. them. All right, welcome back. We've refreshed, refilled, talked, talked about, you, you know, talked about the things that can't go on the podcast, talked about what's going to come on. Let's just get back into it. Um, Caitlin, big pour, big pour. You deserve it. I need a bigger one. Um, let's talk about relationships, relationships that we've been in, relationships that we hope to be in in the future, situationships, all of that. I will start by saying, before y'all came over here, I saw something on TikTok that said, mm-hmm. I don't believe in situationships, and here's why. And it was a girl saying that a situationship just means that you want to be with them and they don't want to be with you. And I was like, <laughs> All right, okay, I'm gonna throw swipe, up. I'm going to throw up. That makes me want to fucking throw but, up, but okay. I think there's a lot. I think it's more complex than that. It's true, though. Um, no, but I, think, <laughs> but I think it's more complex than it's that true. in the sense of... That makes me want to vomit. We'll go into personal stories in a little bit, but let's talk about relationships. Let's talk about the heartache of it, all the fuck shit, but also all the good that's come out of it and all the things that you want. Because although we're all single and like we we've said that we like being single, like there are aspects of being in a relationship that you miss and like being in love. Like there's so many great things that do come out of it. So it's figuring out the in between of what you feel. So anybody's peace of mind, relationships situationships like how do we feel about our pasts and like what we want in the future what kind of relationship do you see yourself in next xyz 
If it ain't the one, then I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Period, Till. Right. Period, Till. <laughs> expand, though. Expand. Like, what do you mean? I don't know. It's just you invest so much time yeah. and, like, trust and... Or if you're not willing and... for them to be the one. Yeah. Don't, don't do it. And it's like, you just... I just it, have been I hurt can't, so many times. You can't go through it again. It's like, I just yeah. can't do it again. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'd rather wait uh-huh. and, like, pursue someone who pursues me and wants me the, as much as I want them instead of chasing after someone who isn't going to give me the time of day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's something I've learned so much in, like, the past year and a half, too, of, like, being single is, like, I'm not gonna deal with that bullshit again Mm -hmm. especially after what I dealt with like in the beginning of my college career um it is it is a college career it's yeah but I'm just saying like fuck out of y'all if you don't know that's just something that we say around here around here down in Birmingham Alabama around down here in Abilama that was in these parts in these parts that was pursued um on my 21st because that was I don't know what but there's yeah keep going yeah I was just like I would rather be confident in myself and know my self worth first and then pursue someone rather than like pursuing my pursuing someone blindly just based out of like Wanting a relationship. And I think for me personally, going off of my past, like, two relationships before, like, you know, the first love and everything, those two relationships are absolutely characterized by me just wanting someone or me proving that I could get over someone. And And I haven't had that yet, but but I'm so glad I haven't. Yeah. You're, yes, be glad you haven't because it's, it's. There's so many complexities to it because you hurt that you hurt that person yeah. because you're so hurt. Yeah. You're guilty of what you did, but you also are still sad and yeah. you're still grieving. Yeah. I wanted to get over and like move on from that person before I even pursued someone else. And like, I'm over, yeah. I'm over the situation of that person. And like, I've moved on and grown so much, but I mean, if someone like pursued me and I was like into it and like pursued them and like it, it worked out, then yeah, I'd date someone, but I'm not going into dating and being like just because well and I think it from experience of doing that it's not worth it because looking back hurt that person yes yeah and in hindsight once again the fucking hindsight thank (laughs) you for bringing that up Tilly it's so valid you're so true for bringing that up but it's it's so valid it's so valid (laughs) 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 anyway but it it hurts you a lot more in the end because once yeah. you get to a good mental state of like under can y'all stop <laughs> validity is verified validity, validity is, is verified <laughs> anyway but once you get to that place of understanding the hurt you caused someone else because you weren't ready for a relationship yeah. it hurts you 10 you times worse because you then you, you feel, feel like a piece of shit well you already felt guilty in the moment but now you're like i am so much of that yeah. person's crazy and you you can't deny it. And yeah. so it, like, it's better to accept it and move forward. But also it, it makes you more upset with yourself because it's like, I know the two relationships or like one relationship, one boyfriend of two weeks. Um, I got into those to prove that I could get over mm. my first love. And like everyone in their mother knows. Everyone in my mother knows <laughs> that I still struggle with that because once you have that true connection and understanding of what love is and what it can be for you in the future, yeah. When you try and recreate it when you're not ready, <gasps> holy fuck. <laughs> like 
Yeah. Worst so decision. So bad. It's so bad because you're chasing something that can't be recreated. Yeah. And you're chasing something that was made special for you and that person that you, you're not going to find with anyone else. And so waiting is something I've learned in this past waiting year. Waiting is a gift. Waiting is a gift. Patience is a gift. And that's something I, my, like my word of the year for the past two years has been patience and just like reflection, authenticity to myself and understanding what's going on because you have to be patient or you're going to put yourself in situations where then you're like, damn, I'm, I'm the villain. Yeah. I'm, I'm awful. And you regret it so much, but you can't change the past. And so it's understanding, okay, in the future, I need to wait and I need to understand like it's okay to wait and it's okay to be single. Mm-hmm. However... I ain't good at that shit. <laughs> That's okay. Well, and it's the holidays. I will say, and I want I, a man. Yeah. I wa- let me get closer to the mic. I want a man. I miss buying Christmas gifts for my bookie. I miss oh. having another family that loved me. Ooh. Oh, oh, stop. That's oh. so I, I, when I tell you, I miss <gasps> We're all about to throw up. I miss, yeah. I, Gagging. I miss his mother more than life itself. Um, I miss his not, sister more than life itself. Not his parents coming to the event that I hosted yeah, because no, they saw no. it on my LinkedIn and I started crying <laughs> in his mother's arms and she's like, don't cry. And I'm like, I love you guys so much. And they're like, damn it, Mila, you're just the best ex ever. And I'm like, can you tell your son that? Hi, my phone is open. Like, come back, you know, like that type of thing. So clearly, I'm not over it. Um, I know Kennedy, <laughs> so proud of you, so happy because you waited and you're you figured that out. You healed for the most part. It's been three years and I'm not okay. Well, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay and I'm happy for well, him. I, listen, I've had flings here and there. Well, I have too. But flings that haven't progressed into something that like deep down, yeah. like oh, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. Like it well, hasn't like gotten. To that, that leads me to my like my like the flip side of what y'all are talking about is like, and I feel like I can on this a little more not trying to be like boohoo me but like no but on the flip side bring it like in i've never been in love and like i've never had you're that. lucky <laughs> you're <laughs> fucking lucky yeah. because all of us here have been in love and it ended yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it uh, fucking ended the fact that also, amelia had to pick me up off the floor uh, multiple, <laughs> multiple times. times this has happened since our freshman year or when i have had ran to my room. i have had to pick her up off of the ground sobbing sobbing shaking mm-hmm. or when i walked into the room on saint patrick's day texting Mm. Caitlin, no, with, yeah, yeah, when I my whole remember. world collapsed and I walked into my room and Me and, you. Ki- and yeah. Kennedy and another one of our friends were eating dinner and I just walked into the room and dropped to my knees and started sobbing. Mm-hmm. That's the type of shit that being in love puts you in. So it's Caitlin, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> it is not worth it. I mean, it is worth it once you have babies and have and a beautiful what, life. But like, is, like, I haven't been in love, but I've had so many, like we talked about, like situationships and like back and forth and like no real commitment and that's why I think like going into like what I want in my next relationship like as intense as this probably sounds like I want someone that's like fucking ride or die like I want but no but that's not that's what it should be but we're we're trained to settle we're trained to settle and I think that's another thing is like going into that don't lose it don't lose it like because you I feel like a lot of times and I mean Kennedy until like you might be able to speak into this but I think when you're looking for love, you give up so much of what yes. you expect love to be yes. because you want it so I bad. I so much yeah. shit you want it. Well, that's it's, what happened with my ex. It's, it's the values, too. Like, I, the past few guys, I mean, okay, both my, no, I'm going to rephrase. <laughs> Everyone that I've, like, spoken to or have been with or whatever, some things they do aren't exactly what I would 
want and it's oh, not, not my values that. or like you know that kind of thing yeah, you let it but slide it's like you let it slide because and then you want you want that, that thing so bad yes. but then it's like when you're in the talking phase or whatever it might be like you're getting to know someone you're like oh it's fine like I'll let it slide like yeah, we're not, not we're not together yeah, yeah. but you're then like, oh it's not serious enough for me yeah. to be upset about it but, and then you but it is yeah, you go to talking and then it's like oh well this could be a relationship or I'm a year and a half into the relationship and then we'll it's still a thing and you still you know have that issue and it's like well that was me you don't want to compromise but yep. then you're almost in that situation of it being compromised and mm-hmm. then you look it like was, the bad person yeah. because you're saying one thing but they want another and then it's just that and then get this you get fucked over yeah. <laughs> you get yeah. fucked over you're the one realizing twist. that you gave up so much of what love uh-huh. means to you or what like being yeah. a human being means yeah. to you, yeah. and then you get fucked over. Yeah, yeah. make it I make also, sense. I also think the real the like my realization came from like when I looked back at my parents' marriage. Like this is so therapy, but no, do it because no, I can speak on it too. Like, because yeah, it's so valid. Um, but I would go. I would like seek relationships because I didn't want to have what like no offense to my mom my mom is wonderful and has an amazing husband but my parents marriage wasn't perfect yeah it wasn't anything oh, yeah. it was mm. so much far from perfect but um and it, I grew up around that and it I changes think, how it you changes how I viewed things yeah. and I think that's where my desires of like getting into a relationship fresh into college like that stem because I wanted someone to want me mm-hmm. and I did yep. everything I could I chased a man around for like a month and a half two months to get him to want me when I finally got him it was like the most mediocre shit ever. And it was such immature love, too. And I feel like when I'm stemming into my, like, new relationship, like, as an adult, I want it to be mature love. In your 20-somethings? In my 20-somethings. I want it to be a mature love. And I don't want it to be stemmed from just, like, that immature bullshit that I was so used to. But I will say this on the flip side. When you have the immature love in the sense of you both just don't know better. Yeah, we didn't know better. It... It's not something that you should, but it's something that you shouldn't discredit. No, and it's not because you both were acting out of what you knew as love. Absolutely. And that is what really hurts me, like, to this day about, like, my first love and just that whole thing is because we didn't know better. And, like, I'm still great friends with his parents. And when they came to my event that I hosted, um, like, for the foundation I work for, he told his dad told me he was like Mila there was a reason that I begged you when I went to the beach with his family he was like there's a reason that I begged you to break up with him he was like it's not because I don't love you it's not because our family doesn't love you he was like but you guys were too blind to see yeah and I'm like damn it I know I'm like you don't think I sit here why do you think I sobbed when you walked through the door <laughs> because you understand everything that you lost but you were too under like you were too immature to understand what it actually meant and so taking that into the perspective of you had all the, it's not even immature. It's just, you had all these big feelings, but your brain wasn't ready to yeah. feel them. Mm-hmm. So it's not immaturity. Well, shit, a man's it's, frontal lobe doesn't develop till 25. That's what I'm saying. That, that's that's let's like get into only, age gaps in a little bit. And my older men are better. <laughs> Tilly just shook her hand like, hell yeah. Raise hell, praise Dale. Older men. Raise hell, praise Dale. But it's so frustrating in that same way. And I think, Kennedy, you can relate to me on this. It's like, 
you don't want to call it immature love. It's just you guys were so young. You didn't know. I know. And your yeah. brain wasn't, you felt the same feelings that you feel now. Yeah. But you didn't know how to process them. Yeah. And so could we have gotten out of those relationships earlier? <gasps> we probably would have. should have. But, but we felt these feelings and didn't know what they were or yeah. what to do with them. Uh-huh. And so I think as That's we're entering our 20-somethings, mm-hmm. it's understanding what those feelings are from our past loves mm-hmm. or just past attractions or what we thought was love what we thought was you know gonna be someone that we dated and turning that into the perspective of where we're going Mm -hmm. and I think that's so no go ahead no all I was gonna say is like if you now think back to like those times when you're what 20 19 20 in that relationship you then put yourself where you are now and who you are now. I'm not even re- remote. I was sixteen. I wasn't. I'm not even I was close sixteen, to and he person. was. And that's the thing is, like, you look back on, you're like, well, if I if I was in the same position now in the age that I am now, you would handle it a completely but different you can't, way. You're, you're like, never gonna know. No. But, but the thing is, it's like, I was sixteen when I fell in love with that man, 16. and it was true love. Like, it 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 is not something that I. Like, I genuinely believe that, like, that was my first thing of love. Same. But I was 16. I can't fault myself. No. No. I I did not handle it right at at all. And I would say it to his face. I have said it to his face. We've had those moments where we're both like, I'm sorry that this happened. And I'm so happy for him. And I'm so proud of him now for everything that he's done for himself. Same. Same. And, like, I truly hope nothing but the best for him. But, like... I'm comparing, I'm eating my, like beating myself up, I'm eating a younger these, version. Yes, yeah, eating these yeah. feelings alive when I was 16. When I fell in love, I'm like, version of you is no longer like I was own. driving him around because he didn't have his license. And I'm like, why I'm so hung up on yeah. those feelings because they were the most intense things I've ever felt. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, how do you curate that into a healthy relationship in your 20s when everyone's trying to figure out where they are? And everyone's getting married around you. Everyone's getting married around you at the school that we go to. Everyone is ring by spring. You already feel like you're behind. You're transitioning into a professional career. And you only know these feelings from an immature space because that's what you were. Because you didn't know better. Mm -hmm. Like, what the hell? Like, Like, anybody listening that doesn't know us that just stumbled upon this because you're in your 20s and you wanted something to relate to... What the hell are you doing? Yeah. Because we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like truly, Drop like, in the comments, like how do you go and pursue relationships ahead of you when the feelings that you felt you haven't felt in so long and you felt them at an immature space? Because you can't. Or never felt them before. Yeah, or yeah. you've never felt them before, but you have this expectation of what you're supposed to or feel. Like a want. Yes. Like, you know, like you want it so it's bad. It's like that like, TikTok audio, like yeah. The Taylor Swift song. You know where the boys is, and like gentlemen, I, I'm like. Where are they? I'm like, where are they? First of but all, but also, all, pin, I'm gonna swipe by it because it makes me emo. Like I don't. But <laughs> but no. But yeah. going off of what you said, Caitlin, it's like I can't even imagine like the expectation that you have, and so you're searching for something that's not not to your fault, but it's not realistic because yeah. it's not how people operate. Yeah. Or it so it makes no sense because what do you have to compare? It to? Exactly. But it's also like, when the how do you not lose that feeling of mm-hmm. what you expect because you're completely. You should expect that thing, and you should expect that type of love. But it's also like, but the norm. What is, the norm is not having like I don't know. In my situation, like it's like I've never. It's been situationships. Yeah, you know? and a lot of people have had that, and I feel like that's a pretty relatable feeling. Like everybody hasn't had commitment, but they've had a lot of situationships. So it's like, how are you supposed to find something mm-hmm. that's that legit and that that's that's real when 
all you're used to is not having that commitment. So, like, you're not going to put pressure on it. You're not going to put the yeah. pressure on anything you feel real about because you're you're used to being like, oh, well, they don't want to commit. I don't want to come off psycho. So I'm not going to put that pressure on them to make them commit to me. And, and you just kind of find yourself spiraling. It's not really only fun. that, <laughs> but how do you find a man that has not been in a 100 situationships that he's caused? Mm-hmm. And how do you expect him to treat you differently. Yeah. That's the problem with all the men in our 20-somethings. Y'all <laughs> fucking suck. I just want a man to appreciate me as much as I can. That's it. Exactly. So Not to get emo, true. but you're so true. It's so simple. It really is. It's so simple. It's I just, simple. I, I think relationships, and I want y'all to speak on this as well, but as we're going into, like, professional world, like, mm-hmm. outside of college, like, I still consider you in college, Tilly. Like, oh, yeah, me too. And, well, because you're still living yeah. in the same city. You're still... Mm-hmm. In education, like higher education, you're still doing the same things we're doing just with a GA position, like Mm -hmm. in the athletics department. What are we supposed to expect out of men when, but the thing is, is like girls have messed them up too. Yeah. There is a reason they act like this. And that's the thing. No, no, but like, let's go into it. Like we as girls messed it up for the guys Mm -hmm. because we expected something that's not true. Mm-hmm. No, it's feasible. It's not feasible because it's we expect this fairy tale out of something that's like physically impossible. You cannot expect to meet a man on the end. Like, and this is no shade to anybody that's like had marriages out of online dating relationships. Mm-hmm. But you cannot expect to meet a man over social media, over dating apps, over this and that, and believe it to be this organic love that maybe not Katie and I's parents, but like, you know, but like, but like an organic love that's... Sean, Sean and Natalie. Well, no, like my parents, like in the beginning, their love, but like, think about this. My parents met on an airplane. My dad was a pilot, but he was airlining back to his base location. And he sat next to my mom and offered her his carrots, which I mean, God, Kelly, you should have known then. But the snack that they had was the carrots. And he asked her, do you want her, like, do you want my carrots or whatever? Like, that's how they met. That's how they got married. That's how they had children. How do you expect people to do that now when everything is social? You meet a person and you learn their first and last names. You stalked everything. And you can't lie. Guilty. 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 I'm on your LinkedIn. I'm on your mom's Facebook. I'm on your sister's Instagram. I'm in your Venmo transactions. I'm in your Venmo (laughs) transactions. It's friends only. I'm finding someone that it's not. Like, that's the type of thing. But it's like, how can we as people going through our 20s now expect that organic love to arise and not think it's a once in a million thing. Like when we hear about these crazy stories of like to people on TikTok or just like people in our lives mm-hmm. that are like, oh, I met them through this. And it's like, well, damn, I'm never going to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's not wrong to think so because the chances of it happening are, are so slim because of what our society has mm-hmm. warped yeah. into how you find relationships. So it's like, how do you guys think we should balance that between it's like, yeah, like we can't compare it to our moms when they were dating because they didn't have social, social media. media. They yeah, had right. fucking landlines and you had to yeah. call, like my mom had to call the hotel to make sure that my dad was still staying there before he flew out. Yeah. Like it's like it's those types but of things. And that's the thing. It's like it's so much effort to just talk to somebody. And now it's so it's convenient. so easy. So, look at so the, easy. Not even, that's such a good point. It's not even just like easy to like call somebody it's easy to like 
feel like you access have them. Idea. Yeah, it's access them. What are you doing? And you're because like, you can look at their us. social media. You can look at their social media and be like, "Oh, you went to Orange Beach spring break of 2017. Wonder what that was like." Oh, this is your. Then you click. You posted with them yeah. four times. And, and then you, you click on their ex girlfriends, and then you spiral about their ex girlfriends, and it's like these aren't things that we're just saying. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I. Do, but I'm saying like I'm in that visco. I no, that. I am too. Like, but the thing is, is why have we normalized that? Yes. Because we all want this love that we know we can't obtain. Hopefully, through hopefully soon. Like, no, but I'm saying, like, we can't obtain this love that we want through the ways that we pursue it. Yeah. And you know how we find it? Prayer. (laughs) Prayer. But, like, also, it's just, like, I'm supposed to sit here and believe that, like, it's just going to happen. And that's not, like, that's not me questioning my faith in God. It's just questioning my faith in human, the human race. We're, We're separated from the higher good for a reason because we're human and we're not perfect. So you expect me to just believe that another human is going to seek me out and pursue me the way I want to be? Like, no, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, how do you guys expect yourself? Like, what do you guys think about when you go into pursuing dating outside of college and just even post-grad, I'm considering? It terrifies me. Yeah. But like, yeah, like, what do you guys think? No, because I feel like I feel like I'm in a place where I'm like, okay, I kind of just want it to come to me. Like, yeah, I just want it to be something. But it doesn't. Like, but it doesn't. But it doesn't. Or because well, it's it's the mix of how does it come to me and what do I do to make it come to it. me? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Manifestation. No, I <laughs> I believe in the power of prayer. Yeah, witchcraft. No. Sorry. Yeah, no, prayer, prayer for sure. And like I like we've been saying that. And like Kennedy's been saying that a lot too. And it makes but like she's so right because I mean I don't know if you're listening what kind of faith you have but like it's it's such a big thing that like if you just like pray about it and put it in God's hands and you trust in him like it is like something that is I in will his timing. but but put it into your perspective I'm not saying like oh Tilly doesn't believe like we do <laughs> oh but yeah, I want sure. it I want it to be in like not in a like no, no. interrogative <laughs> way but like I want to see how like what do you think about it like are you do you, like, put your hope in something? Or, like, are you right. hopeful about it in a mindset? Like, or are you just, like, fuck it, I'm going to be alone? <laughs> I've just gotten to the point now where I'm, like, you know what? Whatever happens, happens. That's how I am. But, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, I, I, I do hope. I'm, like, at this point, like, I feel like I've closed myself off for the next year and a half anyway. So I'm not actively, like, looking, you know? Yeah. But that's the that's but, the best thing for you. And yeah. that might be when someone comes. Exactly. And, like... If someone was to come about, I'm not going to say no. But, like, at the same time, I'm, you know. Your perspective I mean. is not on chasing. No. No. No, 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 no. But I, also, I, I, I don't chase, I attract. In, in my head, too, though, I've, I've never been the type of person to have, like, guys just falling over themselves. Me Whereas, either. like, I've had people in friendship groups, like, high school... I was always the one who was, like, the funny one. Yeah. And, like, Ooh, everyone would just, Retweet like, to that you know, have a joke with and stuff and like You're the oh, one that they introduce when they're they feel nervous around their date yeah. and they want you to crack like, a joke. Oh, yeah, to like yep. break the ice. I'm like, you know, I'm her well, day. I, I, I heard that I stand for that like I'm, I'm fine. Just the third wheel most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like then when, you know, you meet people that like I met a guy in a bar who had DM me on Instagram this summer and I had no idea. I looked at the message once and I left it on red so I'm like, I don't know who you are. But it, that was, like, my first ever meeting someone in person. And he was like, let me go buy you a drink and, like, we can introduce ourselves. And I was like, oh, maybe good people do That's this. No, but- and it's, like, an actual yeah. in-person, like, connection, like, meeting someone. But then I'm just like, he's off. I 
don't want anything to do with that. But, you know, it does kind of hope, there is hope out there that it is there kind is. of just like normal ways to meet and not. Well, yeah. and I think that's another thing. I'll put it into this question. And I mean, this might be redundant and you might all be like, yes, but do you think it's more worth looking at your friendships and pursuing those and developing those further because 100%. yeah over seeking a boy but also understanding like some of the friendships that you're going to pursue are also going to end in heartbreak yeah and mm-hmm. i like not to bring up tilly and i's dinner but like it just it had my that's why we made this podcast episodes because we were talking about it like this like specific topic is because we were talking about it and in your 20s and my mom has told me this like my whole life there are friends that you think are going to be there to six feet under. My mom is doing that too. That leave you in the fucking dust or do something yeah. horrible or you do or you do something horrible to them. Like it's not just they're like you fuck it up. And how how do you go about that? Like knowing that you're going to pursue some relationships and friendships that are going to fail. That terrifies me. It terrifies me too because. <laughs> I'm and it might just be because I'm so like used to heartbreak as sad as that sounds like I'm used to things not going my way I'm used to being heartbroken and devastated but how do you keep going because your 20s is the most chaotic time in your life you're you're transitioning through entry level to associate like director to SVP like well in business terms you know (laughs) RN to NP NP like different things how do you accept that you're going to lose friendships that you thought were going to be there forever while still pursuing what's meant for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think something that my mom taught me, it was like, you don't have to know. Mm-hmm. The thing is, it's like, it's, I feel like your 20s has become like a new era of just like figuring it out. and like. But it's not portrayed as that. Yeah, but. That's you, what it is, but know, it's but not you, portrayed but as but that. your 30s is like, I feel like your 30s is now like, okay, I'm like. Settling down, figuring it out. Your 30s is your new 20s. Yes. But like, you're like a, what, seven-year adult? Like, you're seven years old in adult terms? You're yeah. Eight, ten years old? At like, what the hell do you like, know? Yeah. yeah. But it's also this, and I think it's more specifically for us because we went to Sanford. We have such a warped perspective of what time means because we see all these people getting engaged. Mm-hmm. If I married my college boyfriend, <gasps> I would have oh! jumped off a tower. <laughs> This yeah. this episode I, might get banned from Spotify just for that. But seriously, I, you can't. I thought I was going to be ring by spring. I, I know. Full fledged believed it in my mind. I fully believed it. But that's it. what I'm saying. It's so we have so, like we talk about it in a obviously ca- not anymore. But no, but we talk about it in a neutral perspective of like we understand. <laughs> we understand that like how we think or how we see things is not normal to someone at SCC yeah. school or Big Ten school, but. How do we cope with that when we go into the world and even the people that aren't ringed by spring, the likelihood of a Sanford grad getting married before they're 26 is probably 80 to one. So how, or like 80% chance. So how do we sit here and know that we want to put ourselves first and we preach all of these things and we say, Hey, we're not going to be petty, even though it's so much easier and fun to do. Hey, we're not going to do this. Hey, we're going to choose this. How do we actually put that into action when everything around us has taught us the complete opposite to depend on someone else or to search for someone else instead of someone searching for us. Like, and this is kind of open-ended to whoever wants to take it, but like, like what the hell do you do? I mean, I'm at a loss of words. I I keep seeing this TikTok and it's like, this is definitely not to do with relationships, but it's like, 
um, videos of like a mother like on um, like a boat. This exact one was like she was on a boat, and it's like um, everyone's always so harsh on their parents, but oh, <laughs> but um, it's also their first time living this day oh, that kills me so it, kills, like, it kills me because mom, i was so mean to my mom freshman I, and sophomore year and we expect them to know everything we're like but they're also living they're doing the, it too they're living tuesday the 13th of february for the first, for the first time, time yes and just like and we are first time but it's too and yeah know, it's no. such a humbling they're thing going too through that experience with it's you. such a humbling yeah. thing because you ask them for advice on what you assume that they've been through you, but yeah. but we can't expect them to go through the same things as us because it's not the same no and it's the same thing like my mom would be like honey I sat here and begged my mama to answer these questions for me and she couldn't and I never understood she, she was like but here I am and I can't answer these questions for you and it's not and that's it's not saying. it's not a lack of parenting yeah on their point it's like you said they're going through it the first time yeah. they don't know up from down more than we do and yeah. they're trying to stay afloat like COVID mm-hmm. not to bring up COVID because I know that's True. so <laughs> beat the dead horse on it but that's their first time going through a pandemic as well. With That's our children, grandparents' yeah. first time going through a pandemic. I mean, my dad's parents, old as hell, born in like 1910. <laughs> my my grandmother, who I, or my grandmother literally saw Amelia Earhart walk in a parade, who I named after. Like, I'm talking, that's how Wait, that's old weird, they are. Like, yeah, no, Amelia Earhart, fun fact, Amelia Earhart was walking in a parade in Boston where my grandmother lived, and she stopped my grandma and said, you have red hair just like me. And so, but I'm saying in the sense of that. Where you at, Amelia? Where you at, Amelia? But I'm saying that in the sense of it's a first for all of our parents as well. It's a first for them to be empty nesters. It's a first for them to have kids to go to college. We can't expect them to have all the answers, even though that's who we look for, for guiding reference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But how do you cope with that and do it yourself? Lord. Because I don't know. I don't know. I just... My mom has the most blasé approach to life. Like, she's lived the dream, you know. She yeah. didn't work after me and my brother were born. And, like, she's just, you know, chilling. Like, she's living the life. She's vibing. But, oh, um, Minnie is playing with toys, FYI. Squishmallows to be exact. Yes. Um, but, like, I will call her all the time. Like, we have a really close relationship. Yeah, so, like, me and my mom, too. She knows everything. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, she mine, knows too. The, mine. My mom everything. knows everything about Caitlin and Kennedy as well. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm yeah. grateful for that because yeah, yeah. it's like we need those sounding yeah. boards, but it's also we have to understand they're only helping us from what they, they know. know. Exactly. We can't ask them to be Gandhi because they can't be because they aren't us. Mm-hmm. But it's like you're my mom or you're my best friend's mom. Like help me mm-hmm. or give me encouragement. Give me what I need from you. And they're like, well, girl, girl, I don't know my ass from my head. Yeah. And it's not any fault of their own, but they don't, it's their first time yeah. living too. And it's, that's such a, I saw that on that TikTok too. And it gets it, me emotional. Yeah. No, because I feel so bad of how I treated my mom. I'm like, mama, I love you. And I'm sorry that I did yeah. that. Because and I look back and I'm like, my mom. She didn't know. My mom went through her 30s as a single mother getting by by the fucking like, I don't even know. Like, she struggled and, like, worked her ass off to get us by. And they still tried to shield us from it. Yes, I had no clue. Well, and I always talk about that with my sister. It's like, my mom shielded my sister and I from so much. Oh, two cans here. I'm going to take this, Minnie. But my mom shielded my sister and I from so much that my sister doesn't understand why I see myself as, like, a motherhood, like, 
motherly perspective over her and why I'm so critical or why I'm so like, don't do this, don't do that. Because I'm like, girl, I raised you. I was cooking you that Kraft mac and cheese. But it's because our mom was protecting us and being a mother. And so it's like... Kudos to my mom. Yeah, kudos, mama. Love mommy. Kella. Kudos, Mary Beth. Mary Beth, Kella, Natalie. Jocelyn. Jocelyn. We love our moms. Happy and it's, Mother's Day. Early yeah, Mother's happy Day. early Mother's Day in November. Because it's so, it's not unfair to them, but it's it's one of those things where you realize, like, damn, they're trying their best. They're, they're really trying are. to be your mom, but yeah. they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They didn't get a guidebook. And a lot of the times, they're they not. They didn't get an American no. Girl Doll book. No, they didn't get. Puberty. They didn't get the Puberty American <laughs> Girl Doll book. They didn't get it. But. How do we, this is, okay, this is a good turn because I have been watching some podcasts on epigenetics, which is, so epigenetics, or. Now that's crazy. So, yeah, (laughs) let me bring in the science aspect of it. Epigenetics. Yeah, I'm here to get the, I'm here to spit the facts, the science. So epigenetics, I think that's how you say it. But it's basically, there's generational things that are marked on your genetics and your DNA that are passed down through people. Mm -hmm. So when people are saying that they're breaking like the generational curses or the generational trauma, it's, it's scientific because there are things that are marked in your genetics and in your DNA from both your paternal and maternal DNA. I didn't know that's what it was called. So it's, it's a scientific thing. And so when I think about all the struggles I'm going through, my mom's like, honey, like we, my mom and I have always said like, I'm determined to be the one that breaks the generational trauma. Same, I am. But same. to do that, you have to feel everything. And it goes back like, so the. I just want to be one and done. Well, so the thing, the way that they explain it in the podcast and the TED Talks that I was watching, it's like 10 generations back that these markers can be on your genetics. So it's depression and anxiety that our freaking caveman ancestors were feeling. Still marked by you until someone is ready to. Lexapro, that's so sad. Yeah, they didn't have Prozac, they didn't have Vyvanse, nothing. Oh no! But you, the person, they're they're like trying to explain it as in the person that ends these epigenetics, like the toxic ones coming down. And this goes back. It's not just like depression and anxiety. It's like cancer, Huntington's disease, MS, like a lot of different things that you wouldn't think are generational markers. Mm -hmm. The person that ends it is the person that feels it. And that's a scary ass thought because half the time I feel like I'm crazy, but also I'm like, if I'm going to have children, I want to get all the crazy out of my genes before I pass it down. And it's something that you don't consider from your parents. Or even if you're not necessarily like feeling all of the effects of it, you're also, you have to be the one to recognize that it shouldn't be that way. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the thing. Yes. It's like, and it's okay. There's so many yeah. people that have grown up and certain conditions and I've seen things happen and they're like oh this is the norm yeah or this is or I'm just dealing with it but like that's just how it is but you have to be able to look at something and look at things in your family no matter how much you love your family like your family could be amazing but you're going to have those issues it's 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 universal it's not and that's a thing anyone that's listening I'm pretending like anyone actually even knows what this podcast is but But, like you're saying it's okay that you have fucked up shit yeah. And your fucked up shit cannot be compared to someone else because it affects you in different ways. Mm-hmm. You have to look inside because I feel like that's another curtain that's pulled back. Like once you become like an adult and like in your 20s, you hear all the shitty things about your uncles, your cousins and why 
this aunt isn't friends with this uncle because of this thing that happened between your grandparents and you're like damn i love these people growing up but they they suck too mm-hmm. but because you were younger and you didn't know and you didn't know you were like oh they're amazing i love uncle but how they yeah so funny. but like how do you not pass that on and it's through this whole theory of epigenetics that is talking about the different ways that you can remove these markers off of your dna and off yeah. of the things that you pass down to your children through quite literally just changing your behavior and feeling things so that they don't have to feel it. And the minute I found out about this, I was like, I have to follow through because Mm -hmm. I rather feel it than if I have children. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to have children. Like, I don't know if I want them, whatever. But if I do, I do not want to pass that down to them because it literally, like the science proves it. It's going back like 10 generations that you can have these markers. So isn't that scary? So it's like, you could be feeling something that you would characterize from your mother that comes from her great 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 grandmother. Yeah, well, like, that's what's funny too is like I feel like like Ethel could be depressed. Yeah, and then like, it it and translated down to you. I feel like that's some, like that's a common like dig at somebody to or like an insult that people use. It's like oh you're like that because your daddy was like that or your mm-hmm. mom was like that or because your mommy did this and it's like no but you're right like that's actually you're right why. and I'm trying to and change it and don't judge me for it. Yeah, and it's like you don't realize that that actually probably is why and that we've got like we've got to change that and we're trying to change that and like I don't even I I didn't know that was like a real it's, real thing but it's, like y'all have to look into it so like people. before you guys got here I watched a couple TED talks on it it's so fascinating I'll watch it TED talk when I have time. no yeah watch it when you can but it's it's like true science and so I feel like when you can't pinpoint what yeah. you're feeling and you can't back it up with something you're like dude what the hell but when you can back it up behind science, it's like, okay, yeah, um, we can work with this. We can work with it. But switching up the pay. Oh, go ahead. What do you want to say? I was going to say, fun fact, or well, not, not fact, topic. What would you want to call your kids if you had kids? Mm. Like names? Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> a lot of my names are dependent on my ex-boyfriends. <laughs> but oh, a name that I want to continue on is... My best friend that died when we were younger, not traumatic, like just saying, like her middle name, her, so her name was Ellie Scholl. And I love, love Scholl. I think Scholl is so beautiful. And so I want to continue that on as a middle name. Like I want to get permission from her family and everything. Um, but I want to do Callum Scholl for a girl. Mm-hmm. I think that's cute. super cute and super cute. unique. I told my mom that and she said, you can't give your kid two weird names. <laughs> so... There's that. She's so funny. I but that. I love that. And I love I love boy names for girls. Same. Yeah. I was going to name my daughter Sloan. I love I Griffin. Sloan. I love that Griffin for a girl. Grayson is really good. At, we, I have a friend named Grayson. And mm-hmm. I love that. Like, I mean, she goes by Grace a lot of the time. But, like, even still, like, I think that's such a good, like, traditionally boy but also yeah. girl name. I love it. I love Griffin because that's a family name on so it's my dad's middle name his mom's maiden name Mm -hmm. and my sister and I are like the last of my last name to exist Mm -hmm. like there's there's no other from there's no more Leahy's like on like through our genetics or whatever so I want to honor like their family and do Griffin for a girl but I also love like if I were to stay in the south and marry like you know oh my gosh my stomach just made a crazy noise um if I marry someone from the South, like, I love Mary Griffin and, like, call her MG. I think that's cute. Oh, yeah. so cute. I know. I love but, a good double name. Yeah. For sure. I love Knox. I think that's a cute name. That's, that's cute. Um, a name that I was I thinking ex- Sloan Catherine and call her SK. 
That's cute. That's cute. Yeah. So, I love the initials. I love the double name. My name technically isn't a double name, but my mom uses my first and middle name together so often that it's just kind of become double name in my household. Um, so I love a good double name. I might yeah. do that. I but, like, like so, Sarah. I think it might sound like, I don't know, no offense to the Sarah Graces out there, but I love Sarah Grace, but it is like people might say it's basic. But I, I like the it. name Collins. I like yeah. I love Collins. I, I love the name Jameson for a girl. Oh, yeah. I think that's so unique. Color like James the whiskey. Yeah. The, well, no, that's like what its name. Whatever. Yeah. But I. So I'll just say my ex is not going to listen to this, and if he does, like. Oh boy. Hey, how are you? Yeah, nothing. Um, but the names that we always talked about was Knox Griffin, um, and then his last name started with a B, so it'd be like KGB, which I thought was funny because like. Russia, whatever, KGB. <laughs> but it'd be Knox Griffin, and then one of his family names was Boone. And I love the name Molly Boone. I think that's such a Southern, oh, like... I have heard you talk about Yeah, that. like, yeah. Molly Boone, I think that's such a classic, like, Southern name. And I'm from North Carolina, so Boone, North Carolina. Yeah. I'm like, it's perfect. So Molly Boone and Knox Griffin were, like, the names that I always grew up loving. And then I also love Wilson for a girl and name her Wilson Grace to keep my middle name going. Mm-hmm. So, like, my middle yeah. name is Grace and do Wilson Grace. I might do something with my middle name because my my middle name is my Nana's first name. And me and my Nana are very close, so I might continue that. I don't know. I don't think I would do it as a first name, so I might just continue the middle name trend. But Yeah. What about you, Till? I was going to do more traditional Beatrice and then go by B for a oh, girl. Like B-E-A? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, Tilly, what's your middle name? Olivia. Is oh. it Matilda or is it Tilly? Matilde. Matilde. Oh, that's right. Matilde. Mm. I love and it, though. And then Xavier for a boy. Xavier? Mm, I love that Zav. name. Yeah. I love that that's name. That's cute. Have you thought about middle names for Xavier or no? No. See, so a name that I love but I can't because people say it differently, Sawyer. But everyone would oh. say Sawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, like, I say lawyer, so I see Sawyer. Mm-hmm. I love the name Sawyer. I think it's so cute for a boy. But I won't say it because people would say Sawyer. Yeah, yeah that's true. They would say that. Very true. But I also I feel know. like it can change with, like, your significant other. So that's where I'm like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, well, the names I talked about for three oh, years you know were. What I mean? I lo- okay, 100% would name my, if I had a boy, I would name him this, Stone. Stone. I Wait. So name my let me pull up my baby list name. My baby. Yeah. My baby, baby name list. Baby name list. Um, oh, you have a list. So. I have a list, but it's like. I got. I have Collins. I, actually, I have Collins on there. I actually had a guy like ask me about this on our first date. I was like, what? Well, he told me like he would name his son like this like outrageously cute. It was like a cute name. And then he used his middle name. And I was like, oh. And then okay. we just started talking about baby names. So it was kind of interesting. So my dad wanted to name me some outrageous shit. Just oh, you want to talk funny. about that? Yeah. My father tried to name me Aileron, <laughs> a, a piece of an airplane. And my mom said, Tom, what the hell is an aileron? And he was like, oh, well, you know, okay, it's a part of, yeah, he was like, you know, it's a part of a, like an airplane. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, okay, well, let's think about maybe like famous women pilots or something. or something other than damn aileron <laughs> i was supposed to be named brantley elizabeth okay that's, that's nothing compared to aileron. aileron yeah that's pretty bad what are you okay. gonna call me ale <laughs> ale big. what's up ale big a big a <laughs> big al big al um okay so a I'm family name of mine is nelly so my great grandmother was nelly marie and nelly Batata. No, oh, I no. love that bitch. But like, yeah, she slays. But Nellie, I think, is such a cute name and color. 
I keep going up. Mm. I wish you listened to that song. How you doing, young lady? We should listen to that song. We will. <laughs> but Nelly, I think it's like, it's a sweet name. And then I love the name um, Scarlet. Oh, me That's too. Crazy. I know a Scarlet. She's awesome. And I love the name Rhodes for a girl. Like R-H-O-D-E-S. Yeah. Amelia, I'm going to be really honest. I was thinking about naming my daughter, like my, her first name. Amelia? And then, well, her first name and then use the middle name Amelia. I would kill myself <laughs> in the best way. In the no, like I feel like so I grew up knowing no Amelia's. Yeah, but like I hated my name growing up because of that. But now I'm like it's so like it's a beautiful name yeah. and like it means so many different things in different languages, which I think is you super know what unique. My name means what? Dented head. <laughs> I've got the dented head to prove it. You want to know what mine means? What? Pure. Oh. My name in Spanish means precious stone. Wow, mm. beautiful. And then my name, I think it's in Irish or German, and it means like worker and protector yeah. which i'm like facts no wonder i fucking hate college i'm ready to work Armor yeah. head. that's what my name means in my well head. i actually have a dent in my head that's I why we became roommates i was dropped on my head as a baby do you not remember that um i was tr- they tried to suction cut me out and it didn't <laughs> work and then the ner- the midwife jumped on top of my mom and pushed me out she like a nerf a, oh, she was a shoulder no oh, i wasn't a shoulder no i was i just wouldn't come out Remember, you she guys asked my mom. Stuck? You guys asked my mom if she I was a shoulder. shoulder. No, oh, no, no, yeah. and she, she said, no. She said no. You asked my mom if I was a shoulder, I, and she said no. I don't think Kennedy it's was because there. so my Wait, mom. Really? I don't know. This is so not on topic, but it's fine. <laughs> my mom got given an, a second epidural too late, and so she thought she was pushing, and she wasn't. Oh, and wow. so I was stuck because she was put like as much as her body would let her, she was pushing, but I wasn't moving, and so they tried to suction cut me out. And it didn't work. And so now oh. I have a big fucking dent in my head. That's why I can never go bald. Did but your fontanelles <laughs> not close? I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's like these little parts in your skull. It's a whole thing. Well, but anyway, so they tried to suction cut me out and it didn't work. So the mid- before my mom was like, I don't want to get a C-section for my first birth because I know I'll have to get one for my second. Like, I don't want to set myself up for that, whatever. So my, the midwife, shout out Kathy, I saw her in the hair um, salon the other, like a couple years ago. And she was like, I jumped on top of your mama. I came out like a fucking Nerf bullet. <laughs> like, like, no, like seriously, she was like, okay, we're gonna try this, Kel. One, two, three, pushed me out, flew out into the doctor's hands and I wasn't breathing. And my mom was like, oh, and my dad was like, oh, oh, what do I do? And she was like, go with her, Tom, damn it, like, go. And he was like, oh, okay, okay. So, I mean, I'm fine now, but, like, yeah. Sweet. My father is the sweetest man alive. He is, like, the most – have you ever met him, Tom? He is the most – He is the most perfect angel to ever exist. He's just, like, a love bug. He's the best. He is is a love bug. And, like, when Kennedy – so, the day before I moved out of the Zeta house – I got broken up with. I moved out of the house – um, Kennedy got broken up with and my dad, I texted him and I was like, I'm staying at the house. Like Kennedy got broken up with. And he was like, what can I do? What do I need to do? Like oh, he was gosh. like, and he kept checking in. Like he was like, is she okay? What can I do? Like whatever. Like angel. my father is a damn angel. Yeah. Um, that was such a side note. Let's get back into it. Yeah. Let's switch into. Green flags and red flags. Yeah. We've yeah. got about 15 minutes left. 
um, before we hit two hours. God bless. Two? Two, almost two hours. Oh my gosh. Let's end with like a comedic note of our red flags and green flags. I have my first red flag. Okay, let's hear it. This will never change for me. Hit it, Katie girl. If he doesn't like dogs, get the fuck out of my face. Period. Period. If he doesn't like animals. If he doesn't like Minnie, bye. If go. Minnie doesn't like him, no. And this, this is a confirmed fact. My ex did not like dogs, and he, he was didn't a, like Minnie. And I, I was not a so fan. Rude. Let's just say I'm not a fan of that man. But that truly is a red flag because if you're if you're not if you don't like like what I'm the not, hell is wrong with you? Let me get real close to the mic. Sense. What in the Sam hell is wrong with you? <laughs> you don't like a dog that just wants your affection? Mm-hmm. What is wrong with you? That's ridiculous. That's all I have to say. What else are my other red flags? What's, okay, well, I'm going to think of a green flag. Green flag. He loves kids and loves... No, and like, kids love him. Kids love yeah. him. Kids love and he inter- him. And he interacts... And he interacts oh! oh so cute! Oh. Yeah, my ovaries love yeah. that shit. Um, um, finance you, major, green flag. Works <laughs> <laughs> in fi- finance, if green flag. Snapchat me a picture of you holding a baby, green flag. Oh, If I you have, ask for my number before you ask my, for yeah. my Snapchat, green flag. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you know yeah, how yeah. to golf, green flag. Oh. Um, if my dad laughs at your jokes, green flag. If you're an athlete, uh, it's a little no. bit of Yellow flag. Yellow flag. Caution, caution. Mm, Waving the white flag, I give up. Caution flag. Mm-hmm. Because um, I've had my fair share of athletes, um, and I'm still dipping my toes in. Yeah, and that's okay. If that's you know how to take a good picture of me, green, green flag. flag. Mm-hmm. If you don't turn the phone horizontal, green flag. Tell you what's one of yours. I need to know. Red flag or green flag? Either one. one. <laughs> Keep brainstorming and then just okay. interject because we won't shut up if you don't. Yeah. Um, if you remember little things about me that I've oh, said once, fuck. that is something that I'm so good at. Like, if I'm oh, good, good hygiene. Good hygiene. God, please don't use a oh. two in one. That is such a red flag. Oh, use a two God. in one. If I have to beg you to not use a two in one, God. Oh, here's good, a personal. Good nails and good teeth. Oh, oh, oh good teeth. Good, good teeth. teeth. Good, good nails is good too. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Not not necessarily like no, the clear, no, not yeah. the clear polish, but no. just like like your cuticles are trimmed. They're clean. But, and then not like chewed down to the freaking. Yeah, bone. it doesn't look like yeah. Nice. yeah. Um, I have a personal red flag. <laughs> Go ahead. So funny to think about. Um, one time in high school, this guy picked me up for a first date, and there was a pink scrunchie on his. No. Oh, no. <laughs> so, if there's any female uh, accessories, paraphernalia, <laughs> in, his, in his vehicle, in his vehicle, do not. If you don't, open just, the door for me, just that's close the, the door. Bare minimum. Um, I have one, and this is so specific to my first love. Silly when you're drunk and not an asshole. That is yeah. the best. That is the best. When, when you're, you're silly when you're and you act man. more in love with me, oh, I will give it. you anything you want. Mm-hmm. Right then and there, I'll give you a million dollars. I will give you anything. This is specific to me. Um, if you um, ask the waiter at a restaurant what oil they fry in before I get there. <laughs> Green flag. Green Shout out to all my flag. nut girls. Shout nut allergy girls. girls. that can't eat at Chick-fil-A, can't have Reese's peanut butter Is, cups. Do you mean I you're in love with me then, pain. Caitlin? Because you know I asked oh, before you even get yes, there. Yes, and even in what told me Amelia was a true friend was the fact <laughs> that I sat down at a restaurant for dinner once and she got there before me and she goes, I already checked with the waiter. They don't use peanut oil. We're in the clear. Or to make sure she doesn't feel, like, embarrassed. Like, I'm like, let me ask. And she's like, no, it's fine. I've been doing this since I could speak. And I'm like, let me ask. <laughs> she's like, I want to do it. Um, if, if my sister likes you. Yeah. Oh, green flag. Green. 
CCL is the toughest oh. judge of character. Oh. And no one has ever compared to my first love, like, boyfriend. She still is like, well, he's like my brother, blah, blah, blah. And so she hates every man that I come into contact with. If she accepts you, mm-hmm. you're in. Yeah. Red flag is when they drive a really shitty car, but they think they drive the best. Yes. yes. Not just the shitty yes. car. If you but drive a shitty car because you're saving money, that's fine. If you drive a shitty car and I'm think you drive like a good like a 2002 Mercedes, but you act like you're driving a yeah. 2018 and you got the fucking yes. wagon. And the base is like bumping yeah. to where it's like speaker slow every six months. Replace, the, the fact that you replace the headlights to make them blue, babe, does yeah. not mean that you're driving a nice car. No. Okay? You put it's LED lights car. under the front passenger <laughs> seat, you're not special. <laughs> You um, put red seatbelts and red like plastic on yeah, the radio. That's special. That does that's not make a it a damn red flag. Men who drive trucks, green flag. Green mm. flag. Interesting. Mm. Which ones? Something about a man. A Tacoma. A red no. Red flag. No. A red. Oh. No. Oh, red. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Don't give me. Ooh. You drive a red. Ooh, shit. If it's a Ford or a Ram, yes. If it's a Ram specifically, because my stepdad sells those. Green flag. <laughs> if you if you drive a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram, green flag. <laughs> this is so specific to me, but if you can talk Carolina basketball with me and actually know what you're oh talking about, and you know who Tyler Hansbro is, I I will ask. I will marry you. I'll propose to you. you. If you're a Baltimore Ravens fan or a Cleveland Browns fan. Red flag. If you're a Duke fan, get the fuck out of my face. Don't even talk to me. Don't even breathe the same air as me. Go Steelers. Um, go Carolina. UNC Duke play tomorrow for the Liberty Bell. I think or I think it's Liberty Bell and football are a rivalry. If you say the words, go Devils, go Blue Devils, go Duke, rotten hell. <laughs> I will die Why? on this hill. I got into a bar fight about this. You did. She did. I, was, I did. I witnessed it. And I told a man who he wasn't even in the conversation, but he came up because he thought this man was going to hit me. And he started siding with him. And I looked him dead in the eyes and said, you're not coming home with me. Mm-hmm. I do not stand for this Duke slander. No, absolutely not. If they know um, that England's in Europe. Do people not know that? Wait, people don't know that? Some people don't. I feel like you do geography? Clearly not. Okay, I know that there's more than one place in England other than London. London is in the country. Are they like, oh, how far are you from London? No, they're like, oh, you live in London, right? I'm like, no. It's funny though because my cousins do live in London. Wait, wait, where where do you live? A hundred miles north. No, but where? Like Stamford. Stamford. Okay. Mm. No, I remember because when I went to Birmingham, I was trying to see how far it was from where you lived. Um, It's like an hour and a half from Birmingham. Birmingham. The Brummies. The Brummies. Yeah. Um, they know that London's not the only place. That's a green flag for me, too. At least yeah. you're educated. Oh, exactly. Here's oh, here's educated, please. Here's, here's a red flag. <laughs> if the only thing you can tolerate drinking as a man is a seltzer or some kind of fruity um, drink, whoo! get out of my face. Okay. And I'm not saying, like, okay, you can have a preference. You, can, you know, that's fine. But if that is the only no, thing, like if, if you are adding any other drink and you won't yes. have a I'm, If I'm no, the one with the old-fashioned... And you refuse. That's to embarrassing sit. for them. If you're drinking the old okay. fashioned and they're drinking the truly. I, and I've had that before. And I'm like, I'm a whiskey girl at heart. I love whiskey. And I'm not expecting you to be a whiskey connoisseur. I like but if you refuse <laughs> to even try it when I give it to you, 
um, red flag. If you're only like, mm, just hand me like. I would just well, say hand like. Hand me like the lime white claw. The like, pineapple high noon. Yeah. The, the pineapple. No, I just say don't go for the sissy shit. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Not every. And, and I'm not saying you have to like beer because the beer that the men at Sanford drink tastes like piss water. Yeah. I respect you more if you at least go for a Michelob. Mm-hmm. If you're uh, going for a bush light. If you're going for a bush light, get the hell <laughs> out of my face. Never hand me a bush light. At least a Miller. Yeah. At least a Miller. If all you, in conclusion, if all you drink are seltzers or something fruity and you refuse any other type of alcohol, if you drink four loco, get the fuck out. Ew! If you drink four loco, you're actually 14, and I should never. Never see the light of day of you again. I have seen so many patients that have ruined their liver. That is how you ruin your liver, first of all. Also, binge drinking, disgusting. Red flag. I mean, the I just hope that this ended on a good note. Do you guys think we left them on a good note? Yeah, that's fine. Silly yeah, note. Yeah. Silly, Silly note. Goofy Any final bit? thoughts that we want to give before we, we end this? Call it a night and go have some fun. Life is not that serious. Don't take anything so literally. We yeah. we are the prime examples. Of, we I'm don't hoping know what we're doing. Yeah. I we hope have no ever loving clue. No, like say it louder for the people in the back <laughs> because if if you randomly stumble upon this and we hadn't sent it to you once it got uploaded to Spotify, first of all, if you made it through it, let's be friends. Find me on Instagram yeah. or something. Come hang out, be in the next episode. Yeah. Let's make another episode soon. Uh-huh. A little catch up, a little we didn't even get to half of the things that we had <laughs> documented down. Um, have a great Friday. Happy weekend. Thank you for joining 20 something. My friends are so wonderful and thank you. And I love you, Kennedy, Caitlin, Tilly. Love you, I love you so much. You guys are so wonderful. Thanks for letting me use your podcast equipment to fulfill yeah. my Alex Cooper dreams. You are my Alex Cooper. I but Alex Cooper, if you're listening, I literally can you please adopt me? Please. <laughs> yeah. it, for somehow you so get this, much. let me like Brittany Broski. Brittany Broski. Please, Alex, Brittany Broski. Please, Alex, be my I would give literally one of my kidneys, if not both, <laughs> if not both, to just hang out with you for maybe thirty minutes. Yeah. Like I would just do it. But yeah, thanks for watching Twenty Something. Cue the rollout music. Oh yeah.